Alright everybody, welcome back to another week of Oldie Gaming Podcast. Yeah, we're going to call it the Oldie Gaming Podcast now because special news, we got two more sections to add on. It's no longer just the Legendary Breakdown, it is now the Legendary Breakdown. For nostalgia's sake and the news section, all put together in one podcast and for YouTube we're going to break it up, We'll put, we'll keep the Legendary Breakdown with the Legendary Breakdown videos, the For Nostalgia's Sake with the For Nostalgia's Sake videos, and then this news section will only be on the podcast. Basically, with For Nostalgia's Sake, what we're going to do is we're going to take games that we really like in the past. Probably will be Xbox 360-centric, but we'll also include PC games or, you know, uh, Pokemon's huge right now, so we could play Pokemon Yellow or something like that. Um, and we will set a goal for what we want to do in a certain period of time, and it's a race to the finish. Um, for example, Pokemon. Ye- if we chose Pokemon Yellow, it would probably be just to beat the Elite Four, and the first person to do that is the winner. Um, we're I'm going to be streaming those games on Fridays. And I'm probably only going to play one day a week. I think we're going to set a rule that you can only play one day a week. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, Before I get any farther, though, I forgot to introduce myself. I am Oldie Oatmeal. Uh, My real name is Brayden. And here's your co-host, Kano Crisco. Hey, guys. This is Zach. How's it going? With us this week, we have two guest hosts, as in Man Pretty-ish. Hello. I'm Vincent. And Mr. Suicide. What's up? My name's Chris. Cool. So, um, you've already listened to the Legendary Breakdown, and this week we are not going to have a For Nostalgia's Sake. We're just going to kind of do the introduction. But next week we will start playing, and then we'll talk about what we're doing, um, how we're doing, how close we are, stuff like that in the next podcast. And then... We'll get into this new section, which is what we're going to talk about right here. Uh, For those watching on Twitch, if there are any people watching on Twitch, you get to see video, or not videos, you get to see images of what we're talking about first. Um, So let's get right into it. Uh, We're going to start with 15 years of Xbox. Isn't that great, guys? 15 years. Can I just say I love the, uh, if there's viewers watching. (laughs) <laughs> There's not. Yeah. But whatever. That got my that got my attention. <laughs> um. So yeah, did everyone ha- has everyone had an original Xbox at some point in time? I know I did. I was. I did, I did not. Not, not everyone at once. I did not. I, I started on PlayStation. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah, that what you started out. Did you just have an Xbox? I had nope, a the first Xbox, Xbox I ever had was an Xbox 360, just like Vince. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same here. Um, I had an Xbox, uh, so in the design, it had like a green circle on the top. I put a money sign on that. It was like a sticker. It was like a felt sticker, and I put a money sign on it. And I'm pretty sure I still have that Xbox to today. I don't think I have it here in my apartment, but I believe it's at my parents' house in the closet of my old room. Do you have fuzzy dice in your car? No. (laughs) Never. I feel like you're that guy. No, definitely you're not. not that guy. Listen, I'm it was like 15 years ago. I thought it was cool. I had this like pack of felt stickers. I don't even remember where they came from, but you know what? Whatever. It's still it's still on there today, so like who cares? 
Did you have voice activated diary in school too? No. I bet he did. Why? Why? Where did that come from? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I had Does Furby. Is that bad? Those things that were cool 15 years ago. Yeah. Things that were cool 15 years Tamagotchi ago. Tamagotchi too. I had a Tamagotchi. Oh, I, I, still, I wish I had a Tamagotchi. That is a game I would buy. I don't even remember how it worked. For that. <gasps> you fed it. You played with it. There was like was two it. buttons on it. That was it. Just three buttons. There was three buttons. That was it. Feed, take care, whatever. I wonder if I it's can find one die. anywhere. I honestly want to kind of look it up. Oh, they're, they're, probably so, they're probably so Tamagotchi. expensive. They don't make them anymore, I don't think. What is it? Tamagotchis? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Shopping. Um, you, you can, can get one for one. $1.49 from eBay. It's probably dead, though. Not off topic. It probably it's is, probably yeah. Dead. Well, just go buy a battery. Yeah, yeah but who knows if something's the... not messed up with it. I didn't get into I those kinds Steve. of, like, little mini-game things. They just seem pointless. I loved Tamagotchis. Furbies and Bionicles, bro. Furbies scare the crap out of me. Bionicles are the shit. You didn't have I at like least Bionicles. two or three of those growing up. You didn't have a childhood. You know what I did have as a child? Super NES. That was my very first console. Nice. Mine was Nintendo 64. I believe... Mine was a PlayStation 1. One of my first I memories is... My dad and my sister playing like WWF 95. So I would have been like three yeah. or four at the time. And it, I, I don't even remember what. I want to say it was a Super Nintendo, but I'm not 100% sure. And I think I, I credit that to why I love video games so much now. This early influence and yeah. terrible decision making. But I'm pretty sure I wasn't allowed to watch. Yeah. I don't think I was allowed to watch. I started, First, my cousins had the uh, original NES or Family Con if you're from Japan, but that's, uh, I remember those games. Sight Bike, Caveman games, those are the great games. That's why I can't remember. The I ever uh, remember playing NES. was Super Smash Bros. Yes. And 64. Goldeneye. Okay, yep. Goldeneye was good. The Mad Hatter in that game was just nuts. Nobody could be Oblog or whatever the, uh, the midget guy's name was. Oh, yeah. yeah nobody could be that yeah. guy. The Mad Hatter. So I was literally... Whatever, dude. I haven't played that game in, since the fucking golden age. No, no I didn't get, I a, I didn't get into the Xbox game. game. Yeah, I didn't get into the Xbox world until 360 came out. That was when we made the next-gen shift, and I actually yep. got my own Xbox by helping a friend move, and he had an old, dead Xbox like in his room, and I just asked him, like, instead of getting paid, like, if I could just take it because it... Apparently, like supposedly the um, the laser on the disc reader was broken, so it couldn't actually read like the full games. But I figured like it was back in the day when um, the Red Rings of Death was still very much a thing, and you could if you like overheated your console, you could make it get the Red Rings. So I'll I took tell. it home and we we literally wrapped this thing in a towel and put a game that didn't work, but it would still spin the disc reader, and we literally left it on for an entire night. And we woke up in the morning. I put the game in, or put a different game in, and it, for some reason, worked. And it worked for probably about six or seven months. And at that point, we had had two Xboxes long enough that we could, like, convince our parents to get us a new one, like, for so that we, me and my brother would both have one. But that's how I ended up getting my own Xbox, was a broken free one that we gave the red rings or tried to and just made it work somehow. Nice. My free one, my first one was... I think for Christmas, I helped my mom buy me like a cheap $100 Xbox 360 arcade. Because all my friends had Xboxes. I was a PlayStation guy. I had a PlayStation the arcade was the one without the hard drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had the arcade too. I remember mine. First time I got an Xbox 360. It was the first Xbox I ever got. So it was Christmas. 
and we went to every single Walmart on like Black Friday. No, nobody had it. Nobody had it. Everybody was sold out. And uh, finally found an arcade. Went to Best Buy, and the two games that I that I bought: Call of Duty, or yeah, Call of Duty Three, and uh, Gears of War, the first one. What did you have before that? <laughs> that was it. Those were the two first games that I got for Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I mean, like console-wise. Did you already say that? You probably already said that. Um, before the Xbox 360, I had a GameCube, but that was like the worst decision of my life because I had an opportunity to get an Xbox, and I was too young to know the difference, so I said GameCube ah, instead. I regret that. I rookie regret that mistake. Well, I mean, at that I point, you're, you're a, a little kid fighting against Halo or Mario, and Mario is the one thing you probably True. know and love at that point. True. Yeah. I never had a GameCube. Neither did yeah. I. It's the only one I've Most had. pointless game control ever. <laughs> Like, if you look at the controller for a GameCube, you want to shoot yourself in the face. It makes no sense. I people, have a lot of people want to shoot you in the face. A lot of people love that. Right now. It's got a huge cult following. Yeah. I still, I have a GameCube set up Like, comment, and right subscribe now. if you want to shoot me in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys get big? People wanted to kill. Suicide. Oh, yeah. Good. It's good. That's good marketing. I would, I would request, you know, like, royalties after that. <laughs> <laughs> if you got, like, super famous for people wanting to kill me... Hey, you'd be a Kardashian. All right, we're getting off track here. That was that was a good trip down memory lane there. Um, but we're gonna move on. We can edit that. The the Golden Joystick Awards uh took place. I lost my image. WTF? Use this one, please. Okay, we're not gonna use the image here. Um, the gold Golden Joystick Awards have taken place. Do we want to go over this? I don't. I don't know. We can go over a couple wait, wait, of them. I there's guess. A lot. There's they a have, lot there. they have an award about controllers. No, it's for it's for games. I don't think they have anything for controllers. They might. They've, they've got like best gaming platform and like so like like best console I, basically or like. Best do they already play. have them? Is it over? Yeah. It's like a yeah. It's like a huge. It's like a huge list. That could be a different video. We just talk about the winners and our opinion on them, what we think about them. Cover that a different yeah. day. I mean, back. just to give like a highlight of it, I'm scrolling through. The Witcher Three took quite a bit of yeah. Oh, that game. That took game quite a few a awards. awards. Theirs was like storytelling, visual design, um, like eh, one other one. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda basically got like one of the best like hype ratings from the year. Oh yeah, that's a name brand there. Pretty much yeah. does good. Best indie um, game is Firewatch, which recently came to the I've Xbox. I've heard great things about that. Yeah, me I've too. heard great things about that. It looks that was a good very, narrative. It looks different. Looks very unique. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's probably, it's probably good. A lot of people are saying it's a walking simulator, but I think this story to it is what makes it so good. This is a really good story. Kind of the dark horse. Critics' Choice goes was Titanfall Two, which is ironic for it being kind of a late release. Actually, but dude, Titanfall Two, which we'll cover later, is a very, very good game they ch- in many they, in many aspects. My, I would guess my reasoning behind that is that I know Titanfall One took a lot of heat. Just because, like, there was a lot wrong with it for it being a good game. And I think they definitely listened to, like, the critics. The, what they said was wrong with the first one. The one thing but I'll we'll, say is campaign is the main reason why that won that award. And we'll cover yeah, that later. That was a big shift. But I agree. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Another one. Overwatch got a couple of them, including best original game in association with the sun. What? What That's does that even mean? Not at all. In association with, uh, the, association sun? with the sun. The sun must be something because it's capitalized. Um, obviously, it's what we're revolving around, dude. Oh wait, here we go. We can't. <laughs> we can't forget this one. 
Innovation of the year. Innovation of the year is Pokemon Go. Really? Yep. Okay. Really? I mean, it was kind of innovative. It was it was boring, but it was innovative. What other game? Innovative because. I mean, been done. People have poked fun about that idea for so long that they were finally, you know what, like, hey, just fuck it, let's do it. Uh, well, with, got with that, I actually, I heard the main reason that they actually decided to make it was they did, like, a fake hype trailer for it, like, two years ago. Or, like, yeah, and it took years off. ago, maybe. Yeah, and people were like, oh, like, this game comes out, this is the greatest game ever. And then they actually decided to make it. Which And they made it a game of farming. You took a, they made a great a idea and ruined game. it. It not, really yeah, it was did cool. It it was a fad for a week. <laughs> not a week. I give no. it. I give it an honest month, and that's it. Yeah, there were I mean, companies yeah. in in Columbus that were putting out like security notices to like their like the staff that like monitored their security, that said like people are going to be loitering, and the com- a couple of companies had like five pokey stops in their building, and so people were just like circulating in and out of this like public building all day, and I know a lot of people were getting like. Real concern there. Keeping that was a good relevant, way for companies though. to make money. But think no, but the thing is, Pokemon Go is not done yet though. Uh, Nintendo no, came out with Switch so much... that they might be partnering with it to make it Pokemon Star because it fits in with the Sun and Moon, I guess. And it's going to be like a Pokemon Go since Switch is portable. You'd be basically playing Pokemon Sun, which is Pokemon Go, as you walk with the controller. So I guess it's still still going. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get into the Switch at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's getting. I feel like Nintendo, with some of that stuff, is trying to do too much. Like, they had a good thing going with just the classic Pokemon. Now I feel like they're trying to change it too much. Like, they're trying to do too much stuff with the Pokemon title. But the Switch is a good idea, though. I guess. I I haven't really looked much into it. I call it interesting. I yeah, uh, I mean it's it, Nintendo's not about graphics, so it's never really going to compete right. with PlayStation or Xbox. It's uh, this, about this one does though. Kind of this one a does. family aspect. Yeah, I get that, but it, it, it's kind of like a giant Game Boy. Yeah. The game that, and the game and the handheld markets for them are good. I mean, they're not struggling in them. It's a it's a handheld console that you can port to your TV, but you can also take it with you and like the it. It's called the Switch though, because like obviously you can switch from mobile to like home gaming, but you can even like change out pieces of the of like the controller. It's really weird. Yeah. But it looks. Yeah, you can play it looks two players innovative. and stuff. It, it, it looks, looks like a Nintendo product. It wouldn't be an Xbox or a PlayStation product. It'd yeah. be a Nintendo product. It's just a Wii U, but movable, <laughs> detachable. Okay, so going on into the next section, we're gonna talk about some games, launch games, demos, betas, backward compatibility. Um, let's start with Watchdogs. Watchdogs. Watchdogs Two. Watchdogs Two came out this week on the fifteenth, which was Tuesday. Uh, I don't think anyone here has played it. Did anyone play the first one? I watched. I, I played I the first, first Watchdogs, and it was okay. It has a good idea, but after a while, it starts to get really repetitive. Yeah. It was boring. It was basically a 13 version of Grand Theft Auto. And the driving in that game was oh, awful. It, you really didn't have a lot of ability. And and being Ubisoft, right? It's part of Ubisoft? No, right. Yes, yeah. correct. Yes. But, yeah, thanks. Um, it did not deliver <laughs> from the E3 trailer. Yeah. Dude, huge, the E3 trailer was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it came out, and then it was just like, oh, it's not that good. 
they but, it was it was a good enough game to keep i think people who were curious about it it was a good enough game to keep them interested for the game and all like all the side quests were really repetitive but the story was good enough that like i wanted to finish the story at least but then once yeah. i did that that was pretty much it <laughs> did you hear did you hear in the new uh, watchdogs i'm jumping ahead right now they uh, found people naked <laughs> In the game, like, like uh, a lot, some people have been sending pictures and uh, they whatever the websites and uh, like one girl's passed over, so he zoomed in with his phone in the game and took a picture of her in vagina, and then somebody else was like, oh yeah, I walked around and saw this drunk guy, and it turns out here's his penis. There's <laughs> like, oh. they're just drunk people in Watch Dogs too, which looks good because I've watched somebody play it for a while. Leave it and to Vince to find some porn in a video game this time. I didn't find it. It was brought up. Okay, also, it looks like a good game. I'm not going to buy it. It doesn't no. work my time, but it looks like no. they focus more on the stealth. Yeah. But reports have said it's really obnoxious with, like, their hacking system and stuff. But, I mean, games without its flaws. I did just read an article on it, though, which I thought was interesting. Um, they said that if you do play this game, though, it's going to kind of give you a glimpse into what Ubisoft's going to try and do with, like, future games that, that just like that they released they said a lot of the games that they've made in the past and like um have been super story driven and like very narrative driven so like people were really only playing the games to finish the stories that were written and they said with watchdogs 2 they're trying to kind of open it up and make things less scripted and it's kind of their first attempt or first glimpse into like how they're going to so... want to make their games in the future like where you're more or less playing the game and like doing what you want to do because that's what you want to do and then like your own story is going to kind of unfold that way versus hey we just met this guy and now he wants us to meet him across the city kind of thing so basically like, they're becoming a rock star in bethesda they're getting there we're just gonna make this open-ended game here's some missions do what you like because yes because everybody doesn't like narratives anymore i mean it's okay, it's we're... true though like with the technology advancing the way it is they should be able to make games where like you know that you can kind of craft your own story especially if you're going to give people freedom and open worlds and things like that not to say that there won't be narrative but they're trying to make it less of like a focus on the game is more just let you play the way you want yes but that's what's See, that's, missing that's in the game though that's game something game. that like games. i have to I have to agree with vince on that one because like just like titanfall titanfall went from having no campaign to having one of the best campaigns i've ever played so a narrative campaign isn't bad. You just have to know how to do it, and you don't have to know how to do it well. Yes. You know who did Titanfall 2's I, campaign? The people that did Modern Warfare no. 2's? That's yeah, why it was so good. But, uh, uh, Respawn. Yeah. If when I, I'll cover it next after we're done, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll break it down in sections and why it's good. Watch Dogs? No, um, Titanfall 2. Oh, okay. Back I to... Guy, can you get that fixed? Back to the next thing. Um, on the 11th of November, the NES Classic came out. Um, good luck finding it anywhere because I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. there's none it's left. Out in ten seconds. Yeah. Also, dude, yeah, they don't carry sure. it because Nintendo didn't give care uh, the carriers enough copies. They're like, we're just gonna have a little bit of limited right now because. That's the stupidest thing they that they could have did. They should have just. It's did, demanding. Dude, it's money making. They should have did pre-orders like pretty much go to every like gaming place like GameStops, Amazon, Best Buy, go to all those places and say, hey, from this date to this date, we're going to do in-store and online pre-orders and then just ship that many consoles plus however many extra. 
That way, anyone it's who didn't pre-order it would get their consoles. Dude, they would have made so much more money. Yes, but they're, so they're making a demand for it, though. They're making people want it, and when you want something, right? But the only the only people, but the only people that are getting it now and are spending money on it is on eBay, which is probably they're outrageous. Making banks. A lot of money. Right, but but Nintendo makes buy them, like I, but Nintendo's making anyone who loves NES. You could just go buy an old NES. They're but expensive, this, dude. And normally they're really yeah. old. This and this has no cartridges. New. Doesn't this one not have cartridges? No it's cartridges. all on there. No it's cartridges. Only 30, HDMI. It's only thirty loaded, thirty games on it. Preloaded. Yeah, but That's it's a lot of games. Classic games. Yeah, and they're all it's classic. The yeah. Classic games. Do you remember playing any of them? Because I, I remember playing some. They got but super, now they got. They, they, the, they the kind of ruined like it though. Two or three Super Mario Worlds, which are all. They made sweet. it easy because like Castlevania, I guess now is gonna have save points, which those games never did. You died, you started I mean, over. Yeah. I mean, you have to fine. understand that this isn't appealing to our crowd. It's appealing to our parents' generation. The no, it's generation the younger. Younger and older. Because you gotta think, these are the games that they grew up with. And as they got older, I remember my dad saying he only had like two joysticks every time I tried to get him to play like Halo or something with me. Eventually I taught him, but I mean that's who's buying all these games is people who want to play games but can't because they don't have the mental capacity to or they're like i'll buy the games of my day for my child they're safer mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i wish i would have been able to buy one but there's no way i'm buying Plus one for 60 daughter. bucks she's learning on, she's learning bucks. on that teach him right start him young heck yeah she's already learning the n64 now but that's it's a little confusing for her super smash bros uh, i taught her come up mario now. and then i taught a little bit of james bond golden eye I won. Mario's okay. I like Mario 64. The one thing that, like, I always forget, like, if you've ever gone back and played games that you played as, like, a little kid, and you remember those games being so difficult, which the only one to this day that's still really difficult is Lord of the Rings Return of the King. <laughs> that game's hard. We've um, spent so many hours in that game. Uh, but, like, for the most part, most of them, if they were, like, especially, like, platformers or something, like, they've gotten way easier now that I'm older. But they're still really, really good games. Like for young, like for like little kids, if you were to give them that, you could pretty much keep them entertained all day because they can actually kind of learn how to play the games on their own. Very, very kid yeah. friendly. Wrote a weird article. I'm not gonna do that again. So we're all in agreement that we're gonna get one at some point. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yes. If they yeah, don't come up with like unlimited stock, or if I get a shit ton of money. Then, yeah. I'll, I'll wait till it dies. The market dies down for yeah, it. Because as long yeah. as there's a demand, they're always going to supply it. They're going to get as much money as they can. One so, thing I saw yeah, on Twitter yeah. for this guy that I follow is um, the controller cord is like three feet long. It's really short. That's super annoying. Yeah. That'll be an attachment. So but doesn't it? I think that these ones have like a controller port, though. Like you can. Yeah. Like, you can plug in, like, a GameCube controller to it. I think it's a it USB. Be able to work, but, like, is it? It looks like a USB. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just looking at this picture weird. But it looks like a USB to me. Because I thought I heard him say something about no, that's not. Never plugging mind. a GameCube controller into it. I'm lying. I don't know. Stop lying. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked that much into it. Just little things I've picked up here and there. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, The next section, not section, the next game... Pokemon Sun and Moon has come out, I believe, Friday. Zach, why don't you talk about this a little bit? Yeah, I was. Uh, Pokemon's still a game that I play from from time to time. I know I I did play Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, and those those kept me pretty entertained, mainly because that was pretty much the last generation of Pokemon that I played on the like Game Boy Color 
or I'm sorry, Game Boy Advance before I just got like disinterested in the, the series for a while. But I've heard with this game, it's different enough that people who have played the games in the past will be like interested. Like it's similar enough to keep like to be reminiscent or, or nostalgic, but different enough that it like changes it creatively that you're kind of re re-engaged in the series. So I guess my understanding of this is instead of there being gyms, there's kind of like these trails and like these quests that you do and the quests themselves kind of like leads you to the end game. Like your still ultimate goal is obviously to be the, the Pokemon master, beat the elite four, but kind of the, the way you get there now. Was. Yeah. I mean, if you know, if anyone knows the Pokemon theme song, I'm not going to sing it and save all your ears, but oh. that's, that's the goal. Um, and then on top of that, you know, they've added in some new Pokemon. Um, obviously with a new game comes a new roster of crazy weird Pokemon. Um, but they've also taken some old Pokemon and kind of given them a new spin for this new region. Um, they said that like the way these Pokemon have evolved over time has changed. So their skill sets are different. Like the Vulpix now is um, ice, which is pretty cool. Um, Marowak is like ghost and fire. Um, and I think Raichu, there's a Raichu that's psychic and electric, which is pretty cool. Um, it's kind of allows you to add to your team and, and change it up a little bit differently so how many pokemon are there now <laughs> there's got to be like over a thousand or close to 600 so i think i think by the time x and y I came out, out that was the last game until now that, that they actually had like a new generation i want to say there was over 700 in that one like 750 i think 774 oh jesus yeah this is generation <sighs> seven damn i believe so <clears throat> I think that, how do you keep thinking of things? So they must have only the added thing, about 50 on this last game because the, I mean, the Pokemon I mean, before that, or maybe not. Chandeliers? They probably had. All those people they, that want to swing on a chandelier, they just get the chandelier Pokemon. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there was a Pokemon in the last one that was literally like a, a like key, like a key ring with like yeah. a bunch of keys on it. I know in this one, they've got like a sand castle. Um, like it's literally called the Sandcastle Pokemon like is it its type or like its description mm-hmm. um, but they said that one interesting thing about this is it's this game is a little bit less centric on like grinding to train your Pokemon yep. um, as you progress through the game they said that there's a lot more kind of like from a Pokemon perspective like random style events where like you don't really know what to expect so they said it's it's nice because it kind of keeps people on their toes and like it actually lets you change your Pokemon in and out a bit more frequently. And they did away with the HM system um, for yep. Pokemon. It's it's now just more of like a like an item in your bag to use like different HMs and that the you've had to equip to a Pokemon in the past. So now you don't have to have like that one HM tank that just takes up a spot in your party and literally serves no purpose except to get you places. I thought that was kind of a cool, like, welcome change. So, on top of that, I, I was watching. I... I was watching King Athalian. I'm sure a lot of people know who that is. Uh, he's huge in the Destiny uh, community, and he took a break from Destiny from like for like the past two weeks to play all generations of Pokemon up until the release date of this, and then he played it, and it just doesn't feel like Pokemon anymore because it's. It's way better graphics, which, you know, isn't a bad thing. And, you know, the the times have gotten better. Video games are better. And I don't know. It's just not not the same because there's the thing that one of the things that takes grinding out of it is an XP share. So like and, and they've had that for a while, but I just feel that's it's not the same anymore. 
Well, it, the XP share is just different now because it's always been a thing where like you could give it to one Pokemon, and then I think with X and Y, I want to say, is when they added in the group share. So it doesn't affect the experience that your first, like the Pokemon that you have battled in get, that it gets. They always get 100% of the experience, and then the rest of your party gets 50%. And then if you at any point in time rotate those Pokemon into the battle, they get the full 100%. So That's I like ridiculous. it's kind of it changes it. I I never found myself like upset about it though, because it was one of those things where you had your team and it was kind of a pain. Although like as much fun as it was back in the day to like grind, being a little bit older, it's a little more frustrating to like and seems a little more tedious. So it was nice just to kind of be able to push through the story and like as you were battling trainers and stuff, your team kind of stayed leveling up as long as you kind of rotated who were you, who you were using. But your team didn't do anything. Maybe I would be okay with it if it was like you were splitting. Like the fir- the the person you battled with gets seventy five percent of the XP that they would have gotten, and like one person on the team gets twenty five. But you're you're well, you're giving a hundred and fifty XP. If not more, depending on how many people you're that are in the in the thing with group share. It's it's so the the experience share now is defaultly set to, um, it's defaultly set to share with all of the everyone in the party, and you can't change that. So like your whole party scales with you relatively efficiently. Meh. If that like if that makes sense. Vincent, like Chris, you got anything on this? Gets fifty percent of the time, right. or fifty percent of the experience. I just, I've never really got, I played uh, a couple of the first generation Pokemon games, and after like my second or third one, I kind of stopped playing it all together, because um, I played up to like maybe the third generation, and after that, it just, it it seemed really repetitive, like the games were always the same, they always come out with two different style games, and they're both like, I don't know, like 40 bucks each for the DS, and the only difference between the two was like Team Magma, Team whatever, and then one different Pokemon, and that was the only difference. So you're spending like eighty bucks so you can get all the Pokemon and stuff. And I don't know, it just started falling off after that. But I feel like this is a new change to it. So for people like me who like kind of got off the wagon and you know um, realized that it was the same thing over and over again, this might be something new, something to get back into but other than that um i don't see any real big hype on it like i know a lot of people are into it but uh, i will say they have addressed some of that like having to um like having to buy all the games to get all the pokemon now they've got like with the ds and stuff obviously now they can access wi-fi so they do have a really good online like trading network now where you can kind of search for pokemon and like and trade them specifically. I know when I played um, Omega Ruby, I caught all the legendaries and then used them to trade for the legendaries from Sapphire um, because that was obviously the game I didn't have. And then I used PokeBank, which is a new app on a DS that you can take boxes of Pokemon and save them. And then I just restarted my game and like redumped them back all into my game, if that makes sense. So I had all the um, Sapphire Pokemon and then I just replayed the story of Ruby. So then I ended up having all of them. Cool. Yeah, I just, I'm a big fan of, um, like, I'm not really big on grinding or, uh, I can't do the same thing over and over and over again. So, like, one playthrough is enough for me unless it's a really good game. And for all of you listening on the podcast, I just want to clarify that when Chris talks and you hear, 
He is playing Skyrim at the moment while we are talking about this. <laughs> uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. I guess you gotta, got you got to stay entertained. I, uh, hey, man. I just don't think... I don't know, it just doesn't have enough to grab me back in. I think I've played... If, if they're all the same, I've played one, I've played them all. Yes. I would rather go I back and play too. yellow or silver. Exactly. Because we're going back. I would like to see more remakes of those. I would be interested to see if on the Switch, I know they if, we're, if they are talking about porting Sun to the Switch, they have said that they do have some more, like, better graphic versions of Sun and Moon for the Switch because it has better processing power. I'd be really interested to see if they'd make some, like, high-res, like, remakes of yellow yellow and like the yellow generation and the silver generation just to kind of like I'm remake the stories but have really good graphics on them you have to buy a system for that that did bring up an interesting point though because when you said uh you'd like to see a remake i have noticed that they are like instead of coming up with like new ideas they are remaking a lot of old games i'm i'm completely okay with that because i feel like like how you said like is there's just too much anymore like, most of the people who grew up playing Pokemon, like, probably haven't played past, like, the Sapphire and Ruby generation anyway, or maybe the next one after that. Like, now there's, like, I remember, I think, 350 or maybe maybe 400 Pokemon that I actually, like, knew, and now I just have no idea. Those are still the only ones that I really know, like, by heart. Okay, then. That about wraps it up for Pokemon. Um, I that's it for Pokemon. Here's another thing, since we were talking about redoing stuff. A lot of people aren't happy about this because, well, there were some, well, there, first of all, we are talking about Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection has been redone. Oh, they didn't make a new one in 10 days. Um, and that came out Thursday, the 17th of November. Um, let me pull up this picture real fast. And this is, this is like huge. People are making memes over this, you know. Um, it is a picture, it's a comparison of the Xbox One and the 360, and the, <laughs> you guys want to look at the stream. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. The is guy... It, is it the, uh, of the character? Yeah, the guy... giant lips and stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah. looks <laughs> awful. It's, dude, it's kind of petty-ish, but I'm not buying that game unless, they, like, if that's, it looks like a PS2 graphic. Yeah. I'm not wasting... I think I honestly though I think everything else looks fine. Just this guy looks terrible. He's just awful. This is was it... one of my like biggest biggest letdowns for like a game so far this year. Yeah. I'm opening the Twitch. Is this like the Assassin's Creed is one of my favorite series for me? It's very nostalgic. It was like the first like really intense <laughs> and like rated M game that I played on Xbox. And obviously the Ezio trilogy is like the biggest trilogy. It's like the best. It's like the most successful trilogy that the game or the, like the game series has had. So for them to me to have not put more effort into this was really kind of disheartening. I feel like they just kind of like grabbed it, made it work on Xbox One, and then put three games on a disc and said, "Have at it." Yeah. Uh, they didn't uh, really change. They didn't really change that much. I can't stop looking at this picture. <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? <laughs> I don't think it would his be nearly as bad. It's awful. Yeah, I don't think it would be nearly as bad if his eyes lined up and his hair wasn't stupid or the hat that's what? on his Why? head. Why? Yeah, it send me a so... picture. Lord, I just go to his Twitch account. So I'm, I'll just use my phone. It doesn't look good. It looks awful. 
But look at the guy in the beh behind him. The guy behind him looks fine. I feel like just they just brightened the um, the picture frame. They're just like, oh, you know what I mean? Just made it brighter. And why couldn't they just keep the original guy? The original guy was fine. Yeah, I don't know. The clothes look even worse. The, the, I mean, the guy on the left looks better. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this, so this is the issue that I have. And it's not just it's not just Ubisoft that's done this. They just remade the Batman, like the Arkham games. Um, WB did. And they oh, yeah, also and called it like a remaster. And that is like the same thing happened there where like they ported it and it looks so much. It, like, it worse. Don't, they look just worse. Well, some scenes it looks nicer, but then some scenes it just looks ugly. I just like my thing with these is I feel like a lot of these gaming companies are using these like remasters as fill ins for the years that they don't have games. Obviously, this year we're not getting exactly, but like this year we're not getting an Assassin's Creed game, which that should be out next year. Still really excited for that whenever it does come out. Hope the movie's good. Um, and, and once we hear some details on it, but like just... if that's going to be if this is going to be your game for the year. Why would you not take more time? Like, you have two next-gen Assassin's Creed games. Why not port? literally take these games and port them onto next-gen? Like, it could, it cannot take that much time. Or if it does, like, you have a whole year to do it. Um, it's got to be, like, an efficient making. way to do it. It depends if they have projects or not, because I know some developers... Well, I mean, I'm sure they do, become but... developers. It, it's actually a lot harder than I even imagined. The, the well, I know. I mean, through. I know there's a lot to it, but if you're gonna have this be your own aside, I mean, if you're gonna use this as a supplementary release to Watch Dogs, like you should put more effort into it than you just should, like but... changing some lighting and putting three games on a disc and saying. But here. see, the it, it the looks... thing is with that is you be you a company as big as Ubisoft, they have different teams. Like the reason Siege and the division and watchdogs and you know all this other yeah, stuff that comes out is there's street. teams specifically for those games the hell is that what the fuck chris i'm on the twitch and i got a chad <laughs> i got an ad <laughs> got a chad no dude ubisoft's got what ghost recon coming out there uh ghost re uh so what rainbow six siege is very a big hit i mean that game was bigger than i thought which you got screwed over in graphics from the E3 trailer, which was just awful, awful, but it's still a good game. I play it early. I mean, I'm not like I'm not like distraught over it. I'm just not going to spend my money on it. What yeah, would have gotten no me point. to spend my money on it is if they would have taken like the Unity and Syndicate engines that they had, like the new Frostbite engines that they had, and literally done like a full like head to toe remaster and full remake of these games on those engines, with maybe some of the updated like. Um, like free running mechanics that they've added because the animations were awesome like you know the way that you traverse the city was way different and it was so much cooler so you're telling me that the picture on the left is xbox one no no picture, picture on the right. right is xbox one yep it lo yeah it looks good it doesn't look as good like you could tell the little detail in the background and some things on his clothes look nicer but overall he looks more it's more contrasty I too e i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. even say that dude the background texture on the wall looks pretty shoddy too. And I know people might think this is pettyish, but you gotta remember when you do remasters, the control you have to fix the problems of the game and two big problems that should always be addressed if there's any controlling issues in the in the graphics, you shouldn't make them worse. You don't play a remastered you know. Now this picture of Ezio looks better. You can tell that they put bit. a lot of time into the into the main characters to make them better to a, an extent. But like the really, I feel like the major changes they made was they just like made the lighting better. 
but that was pretty much it. I wouldn't even say better. They I made, think they just changed it. Or made it like crisper, perhaps. It's more contrasty. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it does good because I did like that game. I don't know about well, you guys, but my favorite Assassin's Creed was either Brotherhood or um, Assassin's Creed 3. 3 was, I like 3. I just wish that the cities that they had were more like the cities in Italy. And like, it makes sense for the time period, but the city, like the buildings were so low and like so spread out for not having a good mechanic to traverse them. Like you didn't really feel very like, like you were, you know, climbing these huge buildings. But the time period was awesome. Never gonna be mad about the American Revolution. Um, so, which one was that one? American Revolution. That, that was the one where you're an Indian, right? Yes. That was the last one I played, I like... but I technically can't say that I played it because I literally played for three minutes and never turned that game on ever again. <laughs> you had to I get past it. It was a good, it was a good game. I just never it played. Did Black, it did. Blackbeard. Yeah, it did start slow. Just awful. The tutorial also took way too long. Mm-hmm. The fact that the tutorial was the first six hours of the game, like, I don't care if you've never played an Assassin's Creed game, like, they are not that hard to pick up on. Alright, I'm done talking about graphics. And we're moving on to, excuse me, um, a beta. This week's beta, well, I can't really say this week's because I don't know if there's always going to be a beta, but this weekend, I should say, is... The steep beta, open beta, because there was a closed one like last weekend or something like that that we did not get into. Zach played the most. Let's hear his opinion. Uh, I, I'm super biased on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, you're I'm honest. President, everything that I say with the fact that I'm going to be incredibly biased towards liking this game. Um, SSX is the the 360 version or the, and the PS3 version was the last, I guess, real extreme sports game to come out um, in recent memory. And, I mean, that was fun. It reminded me a bit of the old school games. But there hasn't been anything since then to really, I guess, bridge that gap. So this is the first major one. Um, I've been looking forward to it for a while, especially once I found out that they were going to include, like, wingsuit diving and skiing, not just snowboarding. Uh, Paragliding, I've, I've... dabbled in it and i'm not a huge fan the controls are kind of clunky but so far that's the only thing i don't really like about the game um it's more realistic than an ssx game which i think is supremely needed from an extreme sports game i don't really want to play a game where i can just like do crazy stuff i want to actually crash and like i guess be penalized for like taking some risks i think it's a good game definitely some stuff to work on i don't really know what the story of the game is if there is any and they need to add some filters on their mini-map so you can see what challenges you haven't done. But other than that, I'd, I think it's a good game. I know, Braden, you played it a bit. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But like I said, I'm going to be pretty biased on this one. So when I play these games, the only thing I want to do is do big jumps. I want big jumps, and I want to land them, and I want to do flips. And that's literally it. And I found that when we were playing, I couldn't really do that unless you're on a part of the mountain because it's all literally just one big mountain and you travel from place to place. You can only do that if you were on places that were designated to do that, to like that had like ramps. Like if you were just kind of going along, there were, I guess, normal things that you would see on a mountain, like hills that weren't actually 
made for jumping off of. And I just had a really hard time, you know, getting that big air and then landing it. Cause that's another huge thing is I wanted to land it. But every time I would hit, like a, I would find a hill to jump off of, I would jump off of it. And then as soon as I would get into the air, my character would be like, oh crap, I'm, I'm not going to land. And then he wouldn't land probably because it's realistic and you wouldn't realistically land something like that when you're jumping 40 feet in the air and landing on you know a 90 degree flat surface but i grew up on things like tony hawk's pro skater um like you were saying before ssx where you get huge air and then land it and sometimes you land it you know really crazily like you'll be 90 degrees when you land or something like that and that's what i was looking for for too because i'm pretty because i watched this on the when they when they first announced it at E3 this year and they were doing some pretty sweet stuff it looked really cool and I was like man I want to I want to play this but I just couldn't I don't know I couldn't figure it out how to land those big things I will With say that one thing said, that's how oh, oh good I will say Go one ahead. more thing um jumping out of the blimp and just crashing into the ground or like turning around and crashing into a mountain <laughs> was really fun for like 10 minutes, and then I kind of got over it. I no, don't that's think how... you could make $60 out of a game like that where it takes SSX and puts it in realistic mode. I don't think, in my mind right now, it can captivate the excitement I would feel if I was doing I agree. That I don't life. think it should be so $60. I I'll have to wait till it comes out to further look into it myself. I so said... there was actually a game that got released, I think, last week, which, terrible timing on their part, but it was like more of an indie project for like skiing and snowboarding or it might just be snowboarding um that game did not do very well it, i heard it was super buggy i don't even rem- i don't remember the name of it you can check it out on the marketplace it's there but i heard it was super buggy to the point where it was like game breaking like a lot of most people couldn't even get into the game and play so that was exciting and pretty much everyone's comment was i'm just gonna buy steep there's definitely a market for it i will say if they were to make an ssx game instead I would buy that over this. I think the X game would... generation is not as big as we think it still is. Yeah, like I, it's, this is it's a, a game that I didn't really ask for. Many people didn't ask for. You know, like the game kind of in the same line as like Need for Speed. Like those games were so cool back in the like tuner and like Street awful. Racer generation. But they were cool for the time frame, and they're just, like that fad has just completely died out. Not Need for Speed. What are you gonna say, Chris? I was going to say, the game that they should have made, or they should be focused on, rather, instead of, like, these remakes or, like you said, an X-style game where not much hype is, you know, lingering these days, they should make a game like um, Until Dawn for Xbox One. Completely out of left field? Have you been paying attention this entire time or no? (laughs) I have, but I'm I'm serious. Like, the whole time you were saying that, and when Vince said, you know, it's not something I I would ask for, but, like, I was thinking about the games that we should ask for and the games that we should have, and that'd be a game I'd like to see. I'd like to see Need for Speed Underground 2 come back as a Xbox 360 release. Now, EA did make a Need for Speed game 
two years awful. ago. Awful. Yeah, it was awful. awful. Oh, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wasn't so the movie bad too? Field, the Need for Speed isn't. No, because we we brought it up while we were talking, dude. Because yeah, um, and you're you're talking about like a, a a horror game, and he's talking about another like extreme sport and uh, extreme ex- racing. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be a horror game. I'm saying like a game, I, I get... like a Telltale game series, but not like the uh, cartoony you... crap that they give Xbox. I'm taking it. I can't get into those kinds of games. Way. I'm not paying. I'm not paying twenty or thirty dollars for a cinematic game. Why I've heard they're great? awesome. I've heard they're awesome. But dude, if I'm playing a game like like the Telltale is doing like a Batman series, like if I'm playing a Batman game, I'm not. It's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to buy a Batman game to not be Batman. Slightly basically, you want to punch people in the faces. Punch people in their faces. You're basically Batman. You're Batman who has quick time events, and then you become Bruce Wayne and do some detective. That's not enough for me. I wanted like Arkham is like the perfect version of like a Batman game, and I wish they'd do other DC superheroes. Wink, wink. D- WB Games and because um, they listen. Who else? Rocksteady. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, I know you're watching. That's what I'd like to see. It's like the CIA um, paying attention to everything. Yeah, they heard me. But they, hey guys, they, they want a new uh, DC Come, they'll make the Green Lantern for you. God, I hope so. Yay. As long as it's better than the movie, that's all I ask. Which I set the bar very low for you. So, <laughs> um, it's not like the bar was high, anyways. <laughs> as Deadpool said, don't make the suit green or animated. <laughs> um, but I mean, with that, I feel like like for those for that genre, like that is the only company to get like the superhero games right. The the only one. Uh, PC mainly. PC would disagree with you on the last Batman they had. So many bugs and glitches. And well, okay, people, they, but... they gave him a formal apology. Well, that's because they, they really? built the game. Yeah. Where? Well, it's because where most games they build them for PCs and then port them to the consoles. They did the opposite. They built it for a console and then ported it to the PC, and that just that doesn't smart. work. Yeah, the PC Master Race are a we bunch found of out babies. For sure, didn't this isn't good enough. This wasn't made on the PC first. Uh, no, did you actually yeah, but when see? You can't like, even did you play, see what was going on though? Dude, it was awful. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. It was like, like in the opening scene, like Batman's cape like didn't like flow in the wind. There was no <laughs> rain. There was literally like zero texture. He was just fucking standing there on a roof. With if just, you could like, a even straight play cape. it. Yeah. If, if you, you could, could even get, get it to start. It, it was like, bad. It was, like, it was bad it was enough bad. on PC. Like they waited, a, I think, what was it? Like almost an extra month to release yeah. it on PC. And, and then before fell. they stop trying to update it, they still haven't got it working, I don't think. Nope. Um, but before they finished trying to update it, they gave everyone who bought it on PC their money back. That's how yep. bad it was. That, the yeah, company it was... actually gave them money back for they giving said, them a sorry. game that would never work. And then they gave up on it. Yep. I didn't know that. That's good. news to me. It's Yeah, it was, it was shitty. The game itself, though, if you're a console fan or a console owner, top-notch. Top-notch game. <laughs> But to PC people, I say suck it. <laughs> I'd say we I'd are all them. Xbox people right now. If you were watching the stream, you'll see that we it's are in an a... Xbox party. But I have a PC too. <laughs> yeah, I have a PC as well. Obviously, I have to stream, and I'm using OBS and all those things. The only PC game I've ever played is RuneScape. <laughs> I still play RuneScape. All right. And, and that's, a, that's, my friends, is a, what we call a classic. But anyway. Um... Let's yeah. talk about Titanfall before we get back. We, before we get into backwards compatibility, the new games this week. 
Let's talk about Titanfall because I know Vincent yes. is just dying yes. to talk about Dude, Titanfall. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. Titanfall 2 is amazing because it has a great-ass campaign, which, I mean, the storyline's slightly generic, but who cares? It hits you in the feels. It has a really good platforming mission. Oh, uh, did you one cry? mission in particular that's really good. Dude, yeah, almost, yeah. Uh, Dude, it I has, did cry. It really, it, it has a really good mission where, like, you can... You time work between the past and future. Like, they did an extremely good job at a campaign, and it wasn't a $60 game that you bought for multiplayer. I enjoyed the campaign so much, I might play it again. And the campaign they Aldi made still hasn't played they, it. Nope. My God, you're stupid. They played better. They put better maps in it. They put. Uh, I'm glad they made the Titans. They gave them structured loadouts because it makes it fair and balanced. And I think multiplayer is still as good as the last one. And But they just. Like. Like that's what Zach said. I think a game that has a good campaign is what we need. We don't have enough of them, at least big, big company games. I mean, indie games, yeah, there's a lot of them, but we need it on some games like this. I'm not saying that a can't, like a good narrative-driven game isn't good. I'm just saying that for certain games, it doesn't make sense to have like a super in-depth narrative if you're going to offer 50 types of side missions. But this one didn't have a super in-depth narrative. It was just a good campaign. It was just like the olden days where you beat the campaign and then you played online. Since we're talking about olden days a lot. It was, it was just, it's just, and the graphics look good. Uh, the character looks generic, but whatever. BT. Generic. It was, it you was like a... You get to see the character. You see him in the beginning. Are you saying it's generic because uh, you were the character? Yes. <laughs> No, he's just a normal-looking white guy. Uh, <laughs> no, I I will jump in on this though. Um, the campaign is done so well. At points, I kind of forgot what I was doing. Like you get lost in all the things you can do, and um, I found myself at one point enjoying the campaign so much that I was looking for NPCs to kill, like the animals and creatures in that game. I would literally just run around and try to kill all of them. And the game is done so well that it's and it's hard to judge it because it's not done like any other game. Like in most games when there's comedy, there's comedy. There's not that much difference. But this was like a dry humor. And after the, the, like the span of the whole game, it Great. just got to the point where you just like got so attached to the characters. And I'm not, not going to ruin it or anything, but there's so much... You, just, you have to play it. It's too good not to. I I enjoy, I think it's better than Battlefield. I've never played Battlefield, but I would say personally it's better. Chris is now molesting his mic. <laughs> Going off that point, they're two Everybody very different games. Like, their games serve two very different purposes. No, but I, I can't give like my opinions on first-person shooters because I am bad at them. So I, I just don't, don't like the direction usually. Battlefield went to. They're just different styles of first-person shooters, especially looking at the multiplayer. Looking at the multiplayer, they're hugely different because I've only played multiplayer in both of them. I'm not, I'm not a big story person when it comes to first-person shooters. Um, like I used to play Modern Warfare 2 a lot, and I don't even think I've ever beaten that campaign. Um, another How one. You never beat the campaign. Nah, I think the only Call of Duty campaign that I've beaten is World at War and I don't know they just the only first person shooter campaign that I like is Halo. Halo is the only one that I'm like okay I have to beat this Stuck campaign before Please I play multiplayer. Halos. Not nah, the newest ones only. Halo Reach oh, in particular. God. 
Uh, I don't Halo have five. <laughs> I did not play Halo, Halo 5. Halo 5 was awful. Yeah, but they picked, God, the, they picked up the slack on that. No, they didn't. The multiplayer the they did. It wasn't captivating. I wasn't like, oh, yes, I'm going to play this for hours. I was like, eh, okay. I'm going to tell you right now the best Halo is Halo 2 or Halo 3. Yeah. I would agree with that. The fact that the something. Master Chief... Now, going back real quick to, to backtrack a bit to remasters... 343 for every for everyone who wants to know what a good remaster is 343 Studios remaster of Halo 2 is is the way it should be they revamped all the cutscenes kept the game engine there and gave it an updated graphics like they kind of overhauled the graphics to bring them into current gen and that in my opinion is what is should be the only thing allowed to be considered as a remaster if it's like of that quality but anyway Standard. and and side note. <laughs> but um, the multiplayer is really good, too, for Titanfall. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. It really doesn't. Cause, um, Everybody's on that Battlefield fad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just me. Sorry, go ahead. It, it came out... I would, I would say that it came out at the wrong time. Like, if it came out, like, a month or two before Battlefield, it would have done so much better. And the further away it could have distanced itself from Battlefield, the better it would have done. Because there was a lot of hype for Battlefield 1. And I played the beta, and I'm a really big Battlefield fan. But it did seem different from the originals, like Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4. And I know those aren't the original originals, but those are the ones that I... 1942! Yeah, I love that one too. But um, it's, it's just different. And this game, like, if you actually give it the time it deserves, and you play it, and you get to the point where... You play multiplayer, and old like for instance, Oldie hated the multiplayer. He hated it, but bitch all the time. And now he he likes playing it. I would say I'd say he thoroughly enjoys it sometimes when we all get on, hang out. Yep, I do. I mean, sometimes we play it every night. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Don't tell these people my life. It's not hard. It's video games. How long ago did Battle or, or did Titanfall One come out? It's been a couple years, right? When the Xbox One on. released. Yeah. So it was the uh, Xbox. Three years? Two years? For two years, yeah. I know it was a launch years. title. No, it didn't. Yeah, it the... No, it it's been exclusive. way longer than two years. Xbox One. It's been since 2012. Oh, yeah. God, man. So, really? So long. God yeah. damn. Um, no, no, it didn't. Is that really On long? June 9th, no, 2014. No. <laughs> oh, I was going to say 2012. <laughs> I was going to say. Man, I don't think like, the Xbox One was out then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say, like, if you want to see, like, the fact that they were kind of onto something with from, like, a gameplay mechanic, because the, the gameplay mechanics are really fun, is that Call of Duty, game. like, in their next game basically copied the, like, free running and, like, jump, like dashing and jump yep. mechanics from Titanfall. Call of and Duty I feel like... is like Lord Voldemort. We do not speak of it. No, but I want, but for one of the best-selling first-person shooters of all time, like for them to basically take a game's mechanics and mimic them and kind of just adapt them to their game, really, because really the only major difference was the fact that there weren't giant robots running around. I That's say what Battlefield can, did. You can kind of chuck that up as to a success. That's what Battlefield did. Battlefield took old style of Call of Duty and put it in the new Battlefield game. It, it just became a game of running around with planes and tanks now. Not a very squad-based no, game anymore. it didn't take it from yeah. Call oh, of yeah. Duty. Yes, no. it did. Battlefield is yes, way different around. from Call of Duty. No, it's not. Yes. 
It does not feel anything like Call of Duty. Run towards the people, and then what happens is there will be a camper, there'll be a sniper halfway across the map that making unbelievable shots, spinning and stuff. You basically just you'll have everybody just throwing grenades and everything's no, no. No, I disagree. SOCOM is not like that. Uh, Shell Shock was not like that. What else? SOCOM is not like that. PS4. Okay. I mean, don't talk about that. I like so But still, I don't. Band of Brothers. I don't think Call of Duty and. Band of Brothers movie. Brothers in Arms wasn't like that. Arma wasn't like that. Not Arma. Army. These are games that no one even played. Hey, Army. Yeah, they did. America's Army. Just because you did it. A lot of people play these games. Halo's not like that. No, you're right. Halo, everybody be jumping around, fucking sniper rifles and assault rifles, rocket jumping all around. Shut up. No idea what you're talking about right now. Battlefield buddies. And if you, I wouldn't make like a raffle copter joke, but if you didn't ever watch RB and the Chief, which one? I feel bad for you. And two, you wouldn't get the joke. So. Yeah. No. So I, I believe they still there. I think you are wrong, sir. I just don't care if you think I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's not because Call of Duty's maps were are so much smaller than. Yes, but we're talking game mechanics. I know maps is a big part of game mechanics, but if you take out the big maps, because there's still small maps in Battlefield. True. When it gets down to it, everybody just runs around shooting. How many videos do you see people like taking out 15 guys with a grenade and you just stab people and punching them and beating them? Like it's not how it used to be. We're like. There'll be two or three of you running, not together, together, but in a building, and people are attacking you. So you're like kind of protecting each other while helping, while taking everybody down. Not that happens still. Hit the ground, split. Very limit. That happens still, that but happens that doesn't get views. That doesn't get views. People are just like pissed because they're like, "Oh man, you're camping. Nobody wants to see that. I want to see five people dying to one grenade. That's yes. what. That's all that you're but, seeing is the stuff that is going still. to get no, views no. on on the internet." You haven't played the yes, game that's yet. What, that's what people do. I've watched people play it online. I watched enough me of the people doing it. I watched Josh play it for a while too. Don't watch that Josh. Josh is the worst example to watch because he is that freaking <laughs> gay sniper that just sits back the entire time. Doesn't help the team capture anything. Dude, just finds a little sniper thing and then shoots. That. That's all they are. Is Battlefield is, is sniping back. That is not true distance. at all. That's not true. I'm just telling you. Tell, I'm just telling you. They stole the old college. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not what I want to play Battlefield for. Oh. I love the third Battlefield and the, the originals, but the third one was one of the best. So it was the second one for PC. But we're not we're not PC people. Next is backwards compatibility. Uh, did you hear? Hold on a second. Did you hear the Call of Duty campaign? Like, I don't care if this ruins anybody because we don't care about the new. Spoiler Call of Duty. alert! Spoiler alert! Fort? Is it is it wrong? Is it wrong to say it? No. They, if if you no, if you do not want to hear alert. about right, the Call so of Duty fine, campaign, fine. skip like skip, a minute. Skip like the next thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah. 14 people in that campaign, all 14 of them die. That's fucking overkill and too dramatic to try to get your attention. <laughs> oh, you're like the 13th person. Really? Oh, fuck it, you're dead. Fuck this. Are they all new? Who are you? Are uh, they all new people? Uh, yeah, like, How I do guess, you... like, 14 people just die. I don't know. Classic game I, don't know I don't know if it's, like, exact. Number. I might be exaggerating quite. But still, like, right, they have so many seconds. people dying. All right, we're done. We're done with that. <laughs> Backwards so compatibility. Um, skate. Three, which by the way is going to be our first for nostalgia's sake. We're gonna play Skate Three. We haven't come up with the details yet, but you'll see it. Um, also, Dead Space Ignition, 
which is five dollars and escape dead is island game? dead space ignition i have no idea let's click on it it sounds like an andy game because i played all the dead space games and i've never heard of that one it looks very cartoonish so yeah it's it might not be an indie game it might be like uh like how the call of duty games started doing the um like the zombies where it was like the top down like shooters can I get it? Where a they still made them, but they're more like mini games. Yes, yes, yes. I know what that is oh, now. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that now. That's like good. Dead Ops I mean, Arcade and Black Ops. Yeah. Do you know what game I miss the most? The top down shooters, Braden. I think yeah. you know what it is. I made. This game needs to come back. Xbox, please. I beg you. Bring this back. Indie game, please. I'll buy it for a dollar again. I made a game of zombies in it. Was the greatest top down shooter yep. indie game ever. I might play afterwards, actually. I don't. I don't have an Xbox 360 anymore. I do. If you have the same Microsoft account, you can re-download it. No, you, what? I don't have. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a 360 as as though. It's compatible. It is not. Doesn't matter. Oh, as it long was, as you've ever dollar. It. Oh wait, is it a 360 exclude? Like it's not backwards compatible yet, is it? No. It's no, never going to be. It's never going to be. Never it's not even on. Like I went. I tried to go to the backwards compatible website on Xbox. And it's not even on there. What if I could wow. please, if I could email the Microsoft people, I'd be like, please. You can, but it. they'll probably laugh at you and call you a whiny bitch. So be it would literally be like, take oh, like 15 minutes game. to do that, though. It, it cannot Dude, be that hard. it's like a two kilobyte fucking file. Give it to me in a USB port. Dude, it was a great game. If, if you've never played it, you don't understand how great this game is. I played it. For, for as much as we played it, I would have paid like 20 bucks for it. I still have the high score, game. too. I have the picture of the high score. I'd have to go through my stuff and find it. Like a couple thousand. No one cares. You're like, that's what we were talking about. Backwards compatibility. Um, <laughs> if either of these games... Oh, shit. Uh, if either of these games become free, uh, maybe I'll play them. But I, I don't know that. Oh, crap. Thanks for naming them for us. Dead Space Ignition, Escape Dead Island, and Skate 3. Skate 3 we will definitely be playing, but the other two... Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Dead Island is by far the worst game ever made. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> it's not the worst comment. game. There's there's worse games of that. Like you guys want to talk about... You guys want to talk about games that should be the backwards... Rock compatible that game should never have been invented in the first place okay but this is i think this is different than the actual dead islands because this is like a borderland it's the it's the it looks like it's borderlands but it's dead dead island like more like cell shaded yeah cell shaded that's the right yep. word hmm. i don't know it I'm only has like a three star on rating what's the overview it's awful because the dead space not dead space dead island is awful it's I dead island when it came out yeah I, I did too, and I was highly disappointed. There was so much hype about this game, and this is this is a good example for how hype can hurt games. Like modern everyday life. Yeah, you have a game, and you think, eh, it'll be okay. Some people will like it. Don't hype it up like it's the next Halo or the next Left 4 no Dead. No Man's Sky. Yeah, oh, I was say exactly. Lobo, Lobo. And, <laughs> And, like, I bought this game with such high hopes. And after, like, 20 minutes, I was like, this is the worst game I've ever played in my life. Same here. It's a mixture of 
Dead Rising and like I don't know like I have no idea it's just awful wait you have Escape Dead Island or the actual Dead Island games I have Dead Island but Escape Dead Island is just a remake to try to get more money out of a dying franchise yeah that was never it's not good. a remake it's it, it was probably before the actual Dead Islands going off of like zombie shooters and I know we're primarily going to do Xbox news but did you see has anyone seen the details of the PS4 exclusive zombie shooter that's coming out nope because it yes. looks super cool I, it does so but I'm not cool. going to get I'm not going to get too excited for it just, just because of uh, recent tragedies that I've bought games for and been like oh this looks good and it's awful so I think the trailer that they've had though looked so cool when we're going about being biased, I'm biased against zombie games. I don't like zombies. I hate the whole zombie genre. I, it's just boring to me. You wake up, you find shelter, you need food. Oh, no, we're getting attacked. You wake up the next day, got to go out, find food, shelter. Oh, no, we're being attacked. It's just never original. See, that's how it usually Ever. goes, but then I saw the trailer for this one. It just looks like 28 dude, weeks later. This dude literally has a... He is running from a, a literal horde of, like, hundreds of zombies. Yes, yes and but then, if you notice in the video, he slows down, stops, and turns around on purpose, so it looks like they're always right behind him. You probably could just outrun them. I don't think so. But he, at one point in time, like, he has a legitimate bot, like, a stack of zombies piled up that they are still crawling over to get after him. Like, to me, that's like what a zombie shooter should be. Like, that's what a zombie shooter should be. I agree with you, but I think the zombie or, has been played out so much. Or, like, The Last of Us. I thought The Last of Us was awesome. I, I, one of the few PlayStation 3 games that I did get the chance to play. Okay, sounds it. like we're done. Um, no DLCs. Couple of Except for um, Titanfall, it's always free. Well, that's nothing dropped yet, though. It's another plus. No, 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 no DLC is dropped plus. yet. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Real quick, can I talk about Mafia 3? Can I throw it in there? I know it's been released since October, but if you haven't played Mafia 3, go buy it, because it's great. That's all I gotta say. Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and, Zach, you should buy it, because it's a good game that has a good narrative, but it's not linear, so it's open world with a you know, campaign. You can choose I've which order the... to do the storyline in. I played Mafia 2 on Xbox 360, and I, I'm when it comes to those things, I'm not a huge fan of Get out. that genre. <laughs> You're taking that offend. You're being offended because you're Italian, you big nope, baby. No, that's just a really good game. You're biased. You are. No, that's a good game. And so Mafia Three is about a black guy in Louisiana, and it's an extremely good game. All right, we're over that. Um, <laughs> recent updates. We're gonna start with the Xbox. The holiday update is here. That's what Xbox says. Um, Yay! <laughs> things like clubs on Xbox Live, which we've made a new one. It's called the Oldie Gaming Club. Um, looking for group on Xbox Live, which is huge for like the Destiny so community. Um, achievement rarity, group messaging, game score, leaderboard, and last but certainly not, but actually it is, the least emojis for your xbox one virtual keyboard because thank god i've been dying for those for real <laughs> hey uh oldie what we should tell them if they want to follow us more we should we could also do the gaming group keep up with updates yeah and play for xbox yeah um Maybe it is set to private ones. it is set to private the club is but wow. you can request to be added and I'll probably add you. You will be added. Maybe. Yeah, we might even play. Don't be a spam account. <laughs> Don't be a spam account. <laughs> on Why did you just message me? I didn't do that. We were talking about Taco Bells and I wanted to see the emojis. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I had Taco Bell. I just had what Taco part Bell. of this do we want to talk about? Clubs, 
We just so mentioned that we have a club. Join it. Ask to join, please. Uh, what are the things that you can do um, in it? You can see what um, other else? people in the club are doing. Um, yeah, I'm you guessing if you're so if you're not friends, so that would be one thing to look. You can see, you know, if there's a hundred people in the club and you want to play, I don't know, Overwatch with them. You can go do that. See who in the club is playing, because you know, um, club people. There is an LFG just within the club, which is cool. Yeah, I thought. yeah. But also LFG. Um, so this would help a lot in Destiny because when you're trying to raid, you have to go to the website LFG, and it can get kind of toxic sometimes. Or you know, people will say you have to be this certain light level, and I'm sure. Maybe not. Maybe there won't be like light level messages and stuff like that. But you know, there people will still be people, and they'll come oh, in sure and they'll see be. your light level isn't high enough. I'm not doing this with you and leave. But you know, I think this is a good thing. Um, I'm sure we can all agree that this is a good thing for games anywhere. Really looking for friends, it, it, good community. Well, yeah. just from the sense too that most games have some sort of like free roam multiplayer component anymore it's a really nice thing where some games just kind of pride themselves on having this really cool interactive multiplayer experience and obviously if you don't have friends who have the game or friends period which <laughs> kind of sucks for you i guess but um damn dude you know it gives you it gives you a way to you know still enjoy those portions of the game like i feel like for us like forza horizon 3 like would be a prime example i don't think most of us are going to get that so i would probably use lfg like for a game like that to try and find some people to race with online yeah um i just had a random thought um scary. can we uh avoid can we wow i'm having a brain fart can we add on something to the stream to to this podcast um whoever comes up with the best is insult no not the best insult every time someone comes up with a good insult you get a point i'll be the moderator i'll i'll decide if everyone has a if, if the person has a good insult a bad, it's just gonna turn into an it's just gonna turn into insulting each other which yeah will be personal that's fine do they question question no do they have to be directed at someone on the stream or like what how i just said like if you have any no of us friends, on the, any of us playing okay just a mean insult noted no, just an insult in no, general. No. You can be insulting llamas or something like that, and that's if you can come up with a good insult for, for llamas. And it's and it has to be relative. Like your friend <laughs> joke was relative. Trouble. Can we do that, yeah. or should we Point not do me. that? I don't care. Go ahead. No, it doesn't. I don't care. It doesn't sound good. Does it start with you. You don't just get it the first time. No, we. That'll be something, something about the current about the current topic that we were on though. The achievement things for the new updates, I found that really cool because it tells you the rarity of the achievement. And for some people that might not mean too much, I know a lot of people don't really give a crap about the uh, achievements, but I actually like looking back and being like, oh yeah, I remember when I did this, that was a really good game, I should play this again. And it actually tells you the rarity of like the achievement and how much of a percentage of people who have played the game actually got that achievement. So it's just like an extra thing that you can look forward to, like you feel more accomplished you feel when special? you get a trophy. And I do, it's, it's really nice when it says, oh, you did this, and only four percent of other people, not Vince, because he's a little bitch, does that achievement. <laughs> See what you were that kid who loved those participation trophies, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> oh man, that's all I'm hearing right now. All right, celebrating 15 years of Xbox. Um. 
Okay, so that, I mean, that's that's good for this section. Group messaging, you can just be annoying to a big group now, I guess. Uh, gamer <laughs> score. Let's not, let's not help spread trolling. Yeah. Let's make, let's make it, make it not people get mad. Yeah. Uh, gamer score leaderboards, you can see who the biggest nerd is on the, uh, in the world now. I wonder if that, is that in your group though? Or is that like everyone? I think it, go, I think it goes on friends list. Oh, your friends list. I, I thought they already had that. Maybe not. I Maybe have no I'm idea. Thinking of something different. I know you could always just compare. Like they used to have a thing, which I, I don't know if they still do on Xbox 360. It was cool. A cool feature I thought was you could go to your friends. Let's say you know you and all your friends had the same game. I guess it would kind of tie into that achievement rarity, but you could do like a side by side comparison of your friends' achievement list and see like based on each game, like which achievements did you get that they didn't get. And vice, obviously, and vice versa. I don't know if they have that for this or not, though. I don't care enough about achievements for this. Um, emojis are great. So, moving along now. Um, there are five other games that have had big updates. We're not going to go over the specifics. Um, we're just going to say which games had patches. Um, this isn't a patch. But Rainbow Six Siege... Well, oh, yeah, they did have a patch. But they also announced that they're going to have another year of updates which is cool for that game because it's it's very underplayed i think it's i think it's a good game especially if you like search and destroy type games no, that's, that's a big game yeah it's i mean it's still growing I, well i don't know is it still growing mm-hmm. no it's, yeah. it's got a big following good yeah it's still like i don't know about you guys but it's I very relevant based on their value at gamestop like if uh, a used game at GameStop is still going for like sixty bucks, then it's still growing. But once it drops in price, it's pretty much dead. Okay. No, I mean the professionals still play. It's people still like it a lot, um, especially with the because they do really well with continuously coming up with patches, updates, or new characters to keep it somewhat relevant. And it's a MOBA, so it's a tournament game now. So you know, it's got a man. It wouldn't be in the pros if it wasn't big. True. Um, they also came out with a new character. Do either of you guys... I know Zach and I don't really play, but do either of you guys know anything about the new character? Yeah, the new character, yes. the girl, she's like a uh, remote thermite, basically. She shoots something that could go through bar- you know, the, even the toughest barricades, and then she could blow it up. And the new guy's what, Echo? Yeah. Um, their view or something? He has a new drone that basically... Um... It's like a little micro EMP, and I'm going to assume... I haven't played it since the update, but I'm going to assume it's kind of like a um, stun grenade in Call of Duty or other games like that, where it just disrupts you for just long enough to give you a good kill. Because nothing sounds like defense more than somebody sitting and using their drone. The wall blew up. That's okay. I got my drone out. Yeah, but a good thing to note, if you don't play um rainbow six siege is that there are a limited amount of cameras when you're a defender and it's always good to know where they are so they basically been uh basis the defenders on keeping the enemy out knowing where they are at all times and like protection against one room it's not really like a grenade launcher and a minigun turret set up but that is kind of a thing i was gonna say something I, I, so it's a it's a um it's a drone on defense, not on offense. Yeah. Oh, drone yeah. on defense. That's that's okay. That's okay. That's but cool. I don't like the girl's new one because it's just gonna be, hey, I'm gonna blow up the wall and then we yeah. stand really far away and shoot in in this weird stupid angle because Rainbow Six angles are awful and the graphics yeah, do that. Just, that's just, another game Ubisoft let down. Okay. Not too bad, but not what they promised. 
Not what you paid for. Next game? Next game! So, or do you want to say something before we move on? He always wants to say something. I, I'm not saying anything. Okay. Next mm. game is Battlefield 1. Um, this list is literally huge. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm not, I'm not going over this list. It's like three to five whole pages of stuff that is literally just bullet point one line at a time fixes for several DX12 crashes fixes for several client crashes stuff like that so that i don't care about but i do know that they came out with uh hardcore mode which is sounds like for people that like hardcore mode sounds like it would be a good thing but it's not because it's just pistols it's literally just pistols only and it's completely foggy like in the in in battlefield there are changing environments so it could be clear as day where you can see all the way across the map or it could be super foggy where you can't see anything but this game type it's only bog sounds dumb we're moving on did, um did they fix the uh the weather changes for both sides because i remember in the beta it would be like a sandstorm for me and not for the opposite team i'm sure they did that before launching i, ho I would hope they that did that before the launching. Beta is for. yeah yeah but some games don't fix them right away then you're just not even making any sense right now do they don't you ever heard of dark souls uh, no, you mean that? the same yeah. the same game that you praised on Old i did like dark souls no i like dark souls and the glitches make the game it was just a point it was a bad point but i'm still like it vince beat like two bosses on dark souls and didn't play i beat that, that game no, you I didn't. didn't i got i got like to the second or third level on and then I watched Josh play a lot of it and had enough for a... Uh, All right, we're not talking about Dark Souls anyways. Um, next is the 1.2 update for Skyrim Special Edition. I have no idea. Oh, it's only a Xbox One arri update arrives later this week. I don't even know if we've gotten it. I can't find where the patch notes are, so I don't know what they did. Um, I'm sure it's fixing, like, tweaks and stuff. I don't think there was anything, like, hugely wrong with the game other than the normal glitches that have always been in the game um maybe like to help compatibility with mods a little bit could be a thing or something i don't know uh yeah um overwatch has released a new character woohoo sombra she is another offensive character which in my opinion was not the character they needed they needed another tank but you know that that'll be next two months or something um also they put in what is it five different game types on top of quick play um ranked versus ai and whatever the brawl is for that week the game types include 1v1ing so you can see who the real overwatch master is 3v3ing which is taking that you can only live once per round you only live once per round and I forget what the other one, other two are, but I think it's like not people aren't really gonna play that one, that those two as much. Anybody here? I, I'm, I think I'm the only one here that plays Overwatch. I have Overwatch. I play Overwatch. PC. Okay. Yeah. You, you play still play PC Overwatch? I have Overwatch. If that counts. Ah, uh, very, very rarely do I play Overwatch. I played. Like Widowmaker. I played recently. I played last night. Actually. 10 minutes ago, some guy that I played with last night just invited me to play. And I just ignored him, obviously. Yeah, I think I, I don't know why I play Overwatch by myself because solo queue and ranked play is awful and you just lose. 
and it makes me sad but you know it's it's a fun game but i can't you can't play quick play because you literally just get with idiots every single time and you lose it no matter what but yeah um that's overwatch now that it just changed the image we're gonna move on to the next thing final <laughs> update was dragon ball xenoverse 2 Patch 1.03 already available. What to expect? Let's read it. Anything important? It can't be that much because I don't think it was any sort of like major changes. I didn't never played that oh, game in the original. Oh god. Um, it doesn't list it. Maybe it's a video. According to Tech on Fanboy, is already out. It is set to fix some minor problems as well as major ones. Some skills were also balanced for a more fair gameplay. Um. I know in that game, like one of the very first ultimate attacks you get from the very beginning of the game, it's called, for anyone who listens to this and plays it, I believe it's called Full Power Energy Barrage. Um, it is the most OP, literally the most OP like ultimate in that game for the sole reason that if you use it as your ultimate following any like knockback combo and I think, like, Brayden, you'll probably know what that means more than Vin and Chris. But you know how, like, when you do your combo and then you hit them and they fly really far away mm -hmm. and then you kind of chase after them? Yep. If you use that particular ultimate at any point in that combo sequence, anytime you knock them back, the full power energy barrage, for anyone who doesn't know, is just your person shooting an insane amount of key blasts out. And pew pew. when you do them at the end of those sequences, the key blasts track your enemy. And for that entire time that they are flying, they are like vulnerable to being hit. You like every time if you do it at the end of your combo, you're guaranteed guaranteed a 45 hit combo. Guaranteed every time. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure right now, like I've killed, I've killed someone with like two bars of health, and maybe like one, doing like one of those, and then just like starting the next combo sequence, they're usually dead. So I'm hoping they maybe took that out or like weaken that because it was just absurdly strong. I'm sure that but is something that, that was know. that was balanced, but I don't know because this link that I have is poopy, and I'm not about to look it up. That's good. Yeah. If you want to, I guess I can link some of the patch notes, these patch notes in the descriptions of the, the uh, on Stitcher or, or maybe I'll tweet them. I probably t retweeted this stuff anyways. Um, you should include a link for the joystick awards so that people can look at those. For sure. Yes. All right, let's move to our next section of future things, and we're we're getting pretty close to the ending here. There's not too many. That was the bulk. That the game section was the bulk of the podcast, and we're gonna wrap things up with the new games announced. I don't know if this is this is not speculation, but it's reporting from one source, I believe, but. There's going to be a Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game, and I think this is a great idea because this movie was very successful. It was very successful, and I know I enjoyed it, and I know a lot of other people enjoyed it, and Telltale is very good at making stories, so give them a shot at making a Guardians of the Galaxy game is a good idea. Plus, anything, anything comic-related smells sells well. Not smells well. Wow. <laughs> What how it smells? It smells Ooh. real good. It's almost 3 a.m. <laughs> no, but uh, I I really like this idea. I feel like this is a great idea because, like, like Oldie said, Guardians of the Galaxy was a really good movie, and they have the ability to make this so much so interesting, more so than any other Telltale game I've ever played. 
there's so much you could do with it and with like the factions like um joining the uh i forget what it's called but the gang in space the blue guys you could join them or you know go on your own and have less help and stuff like that deciding whether or not to sell one of the soul gems or the infinity stones rather because i'm playing skyrim so soul gems um yeah i just feel like it's a really good idea and there's a lot that could be done didn't you say it's a telltale game mm-hmm. yep so it's probably just gonna be like the batman one no it's gonna be so much different than the batman one uh, yeah you'll have more than I one like character it. to play with for sure it'll be in chapters i don't know mm-hmm. we'll see how it comes out yeah i like i like this choice for the sole purpose that like I, I don't see any company ever really being able to produce like a good like actual action game that's centric around the guardians of the galaxy like you, there's just when you have that many characters to juggle and the like potential crazy stories i just i feel like this is the right move for something like that whereas i was maybe more apprehensive for like the batman one i feel like that one you know they've already got good games so why make a story game for it but this great. could be a good but this could be a good step in the right direction for marvel too because this if if this does sell well which i would imagine it will um then it opens the door for a lot more of like comic comic type games from the marvel collection which would be really cool to see and maybe it could even tie into like infinity wars their movies and things that they got going on you never know shoot we had someone in chat and i didn't see it until now I don't think they're still there. Phase kill shot. Are man. you still there, man? Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Quick. All right. Does anybody have anything else on Guardians of the Galaxy that they want to say? Hope the new movie's good. I, I am Groot. Good. Good. I do have another like future games thing. What's that? We don't have much. I don't know. Um, I saw Ubisoft just because we. I feel bad. We've kind of been feel like been like shredding them for most of this talk whenever their games come up, but. Um, the new Assassin's Creed game, they did say the release may get pushed out farther than next year. They said that it will be released when it's ready, and they feel like it's a good game at that point. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it's not done well, yet. Here you guys go. <laughs> we'll see, like, it's funny, but then you look at, like, Assassin's Creed Unity, which was, like, single-handedly, like, one of the most broken <laughs> games at release. Like, Here you go. Um... Also, it's rumored and I think relatively confirmed that it's going to be set in ancient Egypt, which is really cool. Yeah, I heard that too. That's that's pretty dope. I, I will say for... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I like it because I feel like it's going, like with a time period like that, it's going back more to the Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 roots, where, you know, for Unity, Unity was close, just not as poorly executed. But, um, you know, Syndicate and Assassin's Creed 4, like, they were not Assassin's Creed games. In fact, I'm pretty sure Black Flag was actually a pirate game when they made it. And then they just kind of slapped an Assassin's Creed skin on it and was like, hey, let's yeah, sell it. Was. Um, but I think that'd be a cool time frame. I think with the pyramids and the Egyptian gods and things, there's a lot that they could do with that from, like, a storytelling standpoint. And it's supposedly going to be the start of another trilogy. Which, if there's one thing I do like about Assassin's Creed, it's their trilogies. It's kind of been like a good focus for them. But that's cool. pretty much all I got on that. Staying on the Ubisoft. Oh, sorry. Go. I was say, staying on the Ubisoft thing, and we're ripping into it. I will say, I am really looking forward to Ubisoft's Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think it's a really good take on making an open sandbox game, but of that style. That 
first person shooter you know going after drug lords having options how you want to kill them when you want to do it i feel like it's a good it's very good tactically open world well let's see what comes out though Shit. the thing about that game that's caught my eye is that when you're running around and like setting up it's third person but when you zoom in on your weapon which i'm sure it'll take some getting used to but when you zoom in on your weapon it cuts to first person so i feel like that's kind of cool yeah no it I like gives that you too. the third person feel which i personally am a huge fan of third any game that's like set in third person but that obviously gives you kind of that up close and personal first person preciseness but, yeah um and i'm also looking forward to kingdom come deliverance <laughs> no saying anything i took my opportunities go ahead um there is also with Ubisoft. There is a un an unseen, untalked about sci-fi game that's possibly coming from Ubisoft. There isn't really much to know about it. It's technically an E three confidential trailer, so nobody was even supposed to see it. I guess it was like leaked or something. Um, it's unnamed. It, oh god! Oh god! That was all I was gonna say. It's unnamed. <laughs> Don't really know too much about it. They need it, to start um, making games better. No, it was a. Uh, um, it came from Watchdog. Ubisoft has always like, I don't know if they just have like the world's worst like confidentiality agreement or like they just have the world's worst employees. But all of their games like always leak way ahead of time. And there's so there's a mission in Watchdogs where you in the new Watchdogs too. Um, just to I guess clarify since there are two of them now, but. There's one where the mission is like a, it like pokes fun at Ubisoft themselves, where you break into Ubisoft's headquarters and steal like a trailer, and it's it's that sci-fi trailer. So like it's an actual mission in the game, but there it's like no one knows what it is, but it's them kind of poking fun at themselves for being really. Hey, look how bad we are at keeping privacy. You know, with all your email accounts and all that information that ties into that. <laughs> Get it? We steal from ourselves. Sorry. They've been robbing people of money lately. Okay. Um, let's talk about... Did everyone see the Mass Effect Andromeda screenshots? They look pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the, the trailer? I believe so, yes. They, they, really explain a lot. they had a new trailer that came out like last week, and it looked real nice. Yeah. It was real, real nice. Um, but what <laughs> these screenshots nice. show... Is the Nomad? There's one with like the how you're going to cruising around different planets, the vehicle you're going to be in. Um, there's another one that shows off. I'm guessing is an ability to where you it it display it comes up with like a hologram screen and displays where the enemies are. That looks cool. And then another ability is a flamethrower. Cause who doesn't want a fucking flamethrower? Yeah, there's a flamethrower image. I hope they make it. I, I think it should be a. It would be another good series. It, it did a very good job on the originals. Is Shepard gonna be in this one? Have they confirmed that? No, God, no, no. no. Shepard is is long gone. He's dead. It's, it's way in the future. Okay. It's so many years of the future. I bet they'll talk about they it. They still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. They um. Well, they did. They just made the entire the entirety of the Mass Effect series backwards compatible now. So not only is that like obviously a money a money grabbing point for them, but I think as well now it gives you the option which they're for sure now going to include some sort of like Shepard reference or something because if you can port your Mass Effect Three Shepard 
into the game, which they've literally done in every game that they've made so far. I don't see why they wouldn't do it here. Um, that's going to be a way to make it happen since you'll have a save file on Xbox One. Yeah, I can see them like saying stuff about you know the he had this team and then this guy died and all this stuff or something like that and it would be you know the the team that you had you know what i'm saying that'd be cool yeah that'd be a, that'd be a night that'd be just a small touch that would be yeah. more do you know a game i wish they would make what ncaa football could you bring those games oh, back please you, yes i'm please, not thank dude, you. i have not played a college football game in so long i know people don't know a lot of big Fans of football games, obviously, but or at least make the new one. At least get the what was it, 15? I think it was the last one. Oh yeah, just backwards just compatible. Get, that, get that backwards compatible. Please, for the love of God. Nah, basketball. I miss college going football back, games. Yeah. College basketball. Going baseball. back to Mass Effect, though, um, I hope it's kind of a combination of the first and second Mass Effect. I hope it's the combat, like speed and style of the second one, because I felt like it was a good balance of like mm -hmm. cover, like a good. It's a good fast-paced cover shooter, um, and obviously cover shooters you got to kind of slow the action down at some point because it is you know you're in cover most of the time. But what they lacked in that one was not necessarily character customization, but team customization. You could pick which weapons your teammates had, but that was it. Whereas in the first one, as you like started unlocking armor and finding it in the world, you could like outfit your team with it so if you had a few people that you really like to have as teammates um you could actually like save armor and give it to them and make them like actually really strong and keep them kind of skilled to where you're at fair enough i also wouldn't be mad about some sort of legitimate cooperative campaign where you know you and two of your friends or three of your friends could be an actual team or squad and go in and do the story missions that would be an awesome idea i, I mean it is, that's what games don't have anymore is co-op though not a big thing anymore i kind of miss that though every you game has online it's just a shitty version of it yeah i, I bought gears of war 4 so we could play co-op and you never wanted to play it <laughs> as soon as we oh. got it a lot of other games came out we played the online a lot that's about it we played it twice i played a lot more with ben it's when you used to work nights oh Okay. That's how we were with Doom. We played it like twice, but you played it all I the time. I played Doom. I played Doom all the time. I love that game was great. That it was a great campaign. The online was fun. I think I'm gonna made it. That's why it was good. I think I'm gonna do a thing where I go back and I'm gonna play all the games that I didn't finish. So every single game. I finished games. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate me because you ain't. I finished most of my games. Most, not all. I haven't in a while okay so let's conclude here um the last thing that i wanted to bring up is youtube star markiplier signs with the talent agency that also represents ben affleck and eminem and this is huge for other youtube people and outlets like this you know with twitch and all these kinds of things that just means you can open so many doors by going this route and being successful on this route and it it really inspires it's going to inspire a lot of people to continue doing what they're doing because if you have another ultimate goal and you're you know you're good at the YouTube thing and you're good at marketing and you you show yourself and what you have people will notice and people will hire you to do stuff and you'll you can go far in life on these kind of platforms Brothers gonna exploit us with our money. No, I'm actually really excited about this. Me too. 
I actually watch Markiplier on YouTube, and so I know Vince no, I does too. But what? Actually, yes, he does. But it it does like create another aspect of like wonderment when you think of like how far stuff like this can take you. But also just the fact that he started out like I was part of his channel for a long time, and he started out from literally nothing and made had like three or four different channels, and they were all failures until he found one that worked. And people like it amazes me because he dropped out of engineering school and stuff like this, where people like basically give up their lives and give this their all. That's pretty impressive. I couldn't, I couldn't do that just out of sheer fear that I would fail. And it's just cool how people can do this and make a shit ton of money and be successful. It's not all about the money though. You got to be having fun. No, I know. But I making mean, a lot of money, video games making a lot of money is and making there... money. That's no one's gonna ex no one's gonna complain about that. But yeah, exactly. it it the article basically says that he wants to get into acting and music as well, and that's just that's so cool because he was a YouTube star and he's transitioning into something different now. Something I wouldn't exactly go higher, say higher, but I mean it's it's he's op he has opened a new door, and that's really cool. I would agree with that. Zach, your thoughts? Are you asleep? Um, I have no idea who he is or anything. So he's funny. Pretty much all I got to say about that. I think it's cool that he's uh, on a label with Eminem. Rap God. That's pretty much it. I think it's neat. I like Markiplier. I mean, most of his things. That's just kind of neat. Somebody got picked up. But it's not the first time a YouTuber got picked up. Remember uh, that Fred guy? Oh, God. There's a, yeah. He got picked up, didn't he? Yeah, but he got like, like a child's Disney. movie. Made of money. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if he's in a movie. I doubt he's going to be like a Ben Affleck and get a main role. But who knows? He could Maybe <laughs> after like a couple of years, he, he could actually get those roles. I'm sure he'll be in like indie movies, like big indie movies and stuff like that. That's like a Facebook guy. Jordan, what was his name? He's kind of the same thing. There's a couple of people on Facebook who made those videos, and now they're in movies. Kind of weird. All right. I think I that. I think we're done for today. This is going to be a long podcast. I hope everyone has Good made it to again. the end. I hope you have enjoyed. Um, yeah. Zach, right. you want to You want to do it? Mm -hmm. What? We're ending. Wake right, up. Sorry, I kind of zoned out. <laughs> oh. It is only 3 o'clock in the morning. What's your line? I don't feel like saying it right now. But oh, you've said it on everything. Oh my gosh. Alright, we're sad. we're done. Are you ready? It is time. Commence. The legendary breakdown. Alrighty. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Legendary Breakdown. This week we are discussing Star Wars the Force Unleashed, Star the very Wars first the one. Force Unleashed. Oh yeah. As always, I am Oldie Oatmeal, a.k.a. Brayden, the host of Oldie Gaming. And with me, as and always... I'm, and I'm Zach Cano Crisco, the loyal companion. And co-host. And co-host. Yeah. That's a better word for it. Yeah. So last time, we crowned a new victor in XCOM Enemy Within. And I have to say, I still don't like the RNG about it. Yeah, even still looking back on it, it's kind of salty. Yeah, but definitely a little salt feeling. I have not gone back and played it either. And I think I'm probably not going to get XCOM 2 anymore either. Yeah, it, it was one, it was, I mean, it was still fun to play originally, but I just don't, it's not a game that I feel like I would yeah. actually sit down and 
enjoy playing for like hours on end. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those games where you play them against the computer and you're fine, but then you go and you play on multiplayer and you realize how bad you actually are. Because people take it way too, like people are actually really strategic when they play and you feel like you're strategic and you're just not. Nope, not at all. Okay, so the Force Unleashed. I keep wanting to say the Force Awakens, but it's not. It's the Force Unleashed. It's the first one. How did you do? How many deaths did you have? Uh, in two hours, I died in like the high 20s. I want to say like 27, maybe 28 times. That's about so where I'm at. I mean, in I the know. 30s, low 30s, mid 30s. And I kind of, I wasn't surprised that there was this many because it is a faster paced game and it's definitely one of those games where the enemies are kind of like, when you, when you play higher, the enemies just, you know, have more health, they do more damage, and then you're sitting there with mm -hmm. less health and less defenses and, you know, you deflect more and everything like that, or you deflect less. Yeah, yeah, I was, actually the way I started, I was surprised I didn't end up with more, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I started off, I feel like I died like 10 times, like, or like 10, like 10 times really fast, or at least it felt like it went really quickly. Then I kind of slowed the pace down a little bit and it seemed to go a lot better at that point. Did you play the very first mission as Darth Vader? You couldn't, I couldn't die. I don't know if it was a glitch or something, but when I got to the final boss, I had zero health like the entire time. Yeah, I didn't die either. Okay. It, I, I don't even, I didn't even start timing the, I didn't even start the timer. Once I realized I couldn't die, I didn't even start the timer until... After I beat that mission. Might have been Just a good cause... idea for me to do too, but, you know, I didn't. I was looking good. Yeah, feeling, feeling like a champion. Just killing everyone. Those poor Wookiees didn't stand a chance. Yeah, I felt bad. But, you know, the dark side always comes out of you when you're holding that red lightsaber, so it doesn't really matter. This is I was I forgot they didn't really include a whole lot of like force lightning in this game as opposed to like the second one. I'm pretty sure they do, but they you have do. to unlock it. Yeah. The other the other one you get it like right from the get go. And yeah. I don't know, it didn't make it matter or anything. I just I forgot that you, yeah. you don't really have like a secondary force power for the beginning of the game very much. Yeah, just throwing shit around and pushing people. That that that's actually probably my favorite part of the game. Throwing people off the ledge. When just throwing stuff. Yeah. And just anything. Because yeah, I know yeah, when cool. this game came out, that was like, yeah, that was like revolutionary yeah. back when this game came out. There was no other game that had that sort of like freedom and like physics mechanics in it. And it never gets old. Yeah. Just like throwing bombs at people and like throwing people into people, dropping a TIE fighter on someone yeah. just for fun. I, I think my favorite part is just like picking up a stormtrooper, letting him dangle over the edge and just kind of like dropping him. Yeah. <laughs> just letting go of the button. Okay, yeah, so... I don't, I don't know. This was a fun... Like, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, This was definitely one of those games that you can we can go back and enjoy. Speaking I'd be of... I to say, too, I think I would... I was going to say, this is a game I feel like I... You know, even with the, the amount of times you would die, I would definitely go back and maybe try and struggle through it on the hardest difficulty and, like, try and beat the game on its hardest difficulty. This would be one I would actually probably enjoy doing that. Yeah, I, I kind of feel but. like there's there's a specific way you have to you have to do it too like once once you once you level up your skills enough i think it would become easier because when you're we, we, i mean you have no nothing at the beginning and it's you don't deflect or you'll deflect like one blaster shot and then everyone just rails into you and you like you can't move when you're sitting there in defense in your defensive stance so it's like is it really even worth trying to deflect the 
the shots when you can't close gaps or anything like that yeah it, it was a lot about i think finding that happy medium which was when is it worth blocking because you get health from every enemy you kill right so it was for me it was when is it worth blocking and then when you just kind of say screw it dash around a little bit and kind of close the gap and try and do some damage could you dash could you dash as darth vader because i was literally no. okay because I, I figured I out that... I tried really hard to do that. Yeah, I figured out that if you jumped, you go faster than if you walked. So I was literally just jumping everywhere, spamming the jump button. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they definitely played into, like, the ominous nature of Darth Vader during that level. Like, you just very slowly walked around the whole time. I'm not patient enough for that and shit. For, no, it was, it, was, it was too slow, in my opinion. Like, he's, he's a Jedi, or he's a Sith Lord. He can... He can move that. fast if he wants to, but yeah, it, and I, I guess going to going off what you said about your skills, I was actually happy about how fast you actually got some skill points, though. You know, it wasn't one of those games where I felt like you had to sit there and just struggle through yeah, being like awful for, yeah. I mean, you definitely, you started off terrible, and then once you kind of figured out what to do for a couple, the first couple of, like, zones or, like, checkpoints, you actually ended up with, like, a couple of, you know, a few skill points that if you put them in the right, in the right positions, you could actually kind of give yourself a, a better chance for the rest of the level. So, speaking on behalf of the enemies, what, the, I mean, they were kind of, it was, again, it was one of those, you know, they're not really moving with like strategy in mind they're literally just mindlessly shooting you which i think a lot of games like this are a lot of more difficult games are going to be like that especially since it's not like a strategy game or anything like that it's more of a hack and slash yeah yeah i mean they definitely their goal is just to try and kill you yeah. and I mean, if there's enough of them and you're not really you have to play really defensively at first and if you're not playing defensively they're their mindless strategy actually works really well. But as soon as you kind of hunker down and, and slow the pace down a little bit, you can just kind of methodically work through them, like, one by one. Um. Okay, so the type of enemies. Being on that subject, I'd like to first say, um, I really... I forgot, first of all, but I really like the fact... I remembered once it happened that Darth Vader's like, yeah, just just kill everyone. So... You go in and you first see stormtroopers and you're just like, well, I got, I guess I got to kill them. And then they're all turned against you. And yeah, I really, I always enjoyed that part of the game because it's just like you're mindlessly killing everyone and everyone's against you no matter what. Yeah, because I guess if, you know, if you didn't remember that the whole combat setting doesn't make sense because you're like, oh, well, these guys will be on my team. And then the next thing you know, they're killing you. Yeah. But I don't know, with the enemy types, there was stormtroopers. I don't know if I made it. Were there jet? No, there weren't jetpack troopers. That's the second game, or at least I got farther in the second game as of recently. So there was regular stormtroopers, regular rebels, armored rebels, and then the turret rebels. Were there? I think all of the there. I don't think there were like a base rebel where if it was it was like a stormtrooper where you just had to swing twice and it was dead. I think they all had more health. A little bit more health. Yeah. And then there were the baton guys. Those guys suck. Yeah. I don't like that. I. I, I still, after two hours, didn't have, like, an effective way to dispatch them yeah. without taking a bunch of damage. They suck. The, tur oh. the turret guys, yeah. I mean, with the turret guys, I feel like you that's thats the ideal moment where if you you sit there and you block until they shoot themselves, until it reflects back and shoots themselves. Or you just throw yeah, shit Yeah, there wasn't it. really, yeah. The only other thing I noticed with the turret people is a lot of times they did put them in a position where if you threw stuff through the windows behind them, 
on the spaceship there's like a brief moment it's like a few seconds long where the window actually yeah. turns into a vacuum and they always at least in the beginning when they first kind of introduced those characters they always had them in a position that was if you could throw something fat like quick enough into the window they'd probably be gone but it was kind of annoying because that, yeah you couldn't fall out the window like i i cracked open a window and tried to jump out and you it's like the, there's a wall it wouldn't still. let you yeah kind of lame that, that would have been an interesting thing to have happen where if you started you know like creating these vacuums like making sure that you were either a far enough away or like kind of behind something that for the few seconds that the place turned into a vacuum that you don't get you know destroyed that well, would have been cool i think the force holds him down like since he has the force like he can easily just hold himself down and not be affected but i literally tried to jump out of the window and it didn't work yeah and i'm trying to think I know with, I mean, the stormtroopers at first, there's just usually a lot of them, but they're pretty easy to deal with. You just kind of force push them and then attack and just kind of close the gap. Those were the people that I always just blocked a little bit and then maybe one of them would get, catch a shot back and then I'd just dash towards them and kill them all. And there was, I think it's good to note, there was a brief stunning period. Like you would hit them and they would be st staggered. I think that's a little better. That's a better were to use staggered and then yeah. if you would get hit you know you'd get especially with the baton guys i think that's what made them the worst is because if they hit you you would be staggered for like a half a second and that was really annoying and they was it i don't know if you had the same issue like did you have an issue blocking them i felt like when yeah. they actually got up close to you like they actually could kind of they could attack through your block essentially yeah, yeah i think i did notice that and it was annoying because like you're you're a sith lord or whatever and you yeah. can't block a a normal dude just swinging a baton at you not even a lightsaber it's a metal baton that has electricity on it how degrading that they usually put you in a good spot though where if you kind of look at your environment you can usually do pretty well yeah um, i know the first time i did you know when you get in, in that first level is like halfway through when you make it to the that like orange circled room that was although at first was really frustrating was probably my favorite part of the whole mission Yeah, because you literally just force pushed over and over and everyone goes flying and disintegrates into the orange it thing. was it was so fun yeah um, once i real it took me like three or four deaths to realize that they disintegrated because i was literally trying to like hack and slash everyone down and i was getting real annoyed but then when i was just like force pushing and the first time i saw it i'm like oh that makes everything so much easier yeah, I think that was always my strategy. Like, as soon as like, there was a cutscene, and then they showed a bunch of enemies run close to you, and then it cut back to you. And I just remember I always went the same, like, diagonal direction and just forced, just started, like, looking back, like, left and right and just force pushing people. And usually dealt with about half of them in that quick little, like, stint. I was actually surprised, too, at how long the checkpoints were, like, between each checkpoint. Yeah. You had to cover a lot of mm -hmm. ground in order to hit your next checkpoint. I agree. And I, I, at first, I didn't realize it because I died a lot, like, right at the beginning where there's right. really, like, close checkpoints. But the farther you go in the mission, like, the farther you have to go. And, a, I mean, you have to cover a pretty substantial amount of territory. Yeah, the to... level seemed pretty big. Yeah. How, how, many, how many missions were in that game? I don't think the story was, like, like really long, though. Is there maybe, like, what, like, ten missions? You get to the, guy, to the Jedi right. guy, and then you try and escape... I don't even remember, really. I don't even remember how this one ends. I just know that you, like, fall in love with the girl, you betray the Emperor, or you betray Darth Vader, and that's, like, it. That's all I remember. Does she die? Or no, he dies. And then he's a clone in the next yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. I think this one had a good and a, like, a good and a bad ending, too, depending on how you played, or is that the second one? 
No, the second one, I know the second one, you could choose light side or dark side. Okay, yeah, so this one, I think, only had one ending then. Yeah. The second one also has two lightsabers, which is really yes. cool. And but... a lot more cool stuff. So let's talk about the boss fights. I know in the Darth Vader one, you fight a boss, and it was actually pretty hard. I think if I was actually able to die, it would have been pretty difficult because you did, like, no damage to him whatsoever. But I don't, other than that, I didn't get to the end of any missions, so I didn't fight any more bosses other than that first one. Yeah, I, I agree that with the first one, I didn't really even I couldn't even really figure out a strategy to effectively do damage. I just kind of force pushed him and then attacked him. I had a pretty good strategy. And... It was the ground pound kind of attack, the force. Like if you jumped mm -hmm. and then attacked in the air, you would do a, like a force ground pound, and it would knock him up, and then you just stab him on the ground. It's pretty good. It's pretty effective. I, I as well. I didn't make it to the end of the first mission. I, I feel like I was get. I don't. I don't even know how close I was. I felt like I was probably getting close, but I have no idea. But there are definitely um, boss were, fights. Yeah, and if they're like that, they're. I can't imagine they were. They would definitely take some time to kind of figure out and struggle through a little bit, especially if you can die, because they do a lot of damage. You're. You're the enemies. Just do a lot of damage in general. Mm -hmm. They're very non-forgiving. Okay, so that covers the death count section. And the enemies. So let's move on to how many... You, we are already kind of talking about it, but you said you didn't finish any missions other than, like, the tutorial. I didn't either. Yeah, it was... And, I mean, I think that kind of boils back down to the checkpoints being so far away. Yeah. You know, at first they're really close, and then it gets to a point where, I mean, you got to clear, like, five or six rooms at a time to get the next checkpoint and that's a lot of enemies and they they're i feel like they're always kind of changing up the environment on you too like you always have something new to worry about with every section that you go to yeah like random doors open and guys come out anything like that and then there's the one section where you're running through like the tie fighter tunnel and they are just like shooting the ground and if you don't duck into the little yeah. like alcoves you're gonna like you take a bunch of damage yeah and i feel like the the maps were pretty big. They're pretty pretty large size maps. I think that contributes to it, to why we didn't finish any missions. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of like secrets in the, like in each mission. I think yeah. I looked at I pressed start one time just to see my progress for the mission, and I think I I thought I was doing a good job of making sure I was kind of checking out all the little hidden areas and trying not to miss anything, and I only picked up like a third, if that, of the um. Like the secret, well, what do they call it? like the data crowns or something? Crowns, yeah. I only picked up like a third of those, and I felt like I was doing a pretty good job. I don't even think I looked at that. I was just looking for them because a lot of them were experience based, so you ended up getting a couple, of, or like they were skill points that they would give you, so you could kind of use those to give yourself a quick boost in order to do a little bit better. Did they spawn if you died though? Did they respawn? No, you can only get them once. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. and I, I I enjoy that about the about that you got to get through it the first time or you're not going to get the power up again oh i guess i don't maybe that's what maybe that's why i didn't get as many i don't know but i thought you, you meant like if you got one and then you died you like I mean had to go back ups. and get it again no i mean like the power-ups like the that first room had an unlimited force power up at the left corner if you pick that up and then died did it respawn again i didn't even know that was in the room to be honest i can't remember because i know i got it once and then I had to like quit for some reason, and I came back, and it was there again. So maybe it did. It probably did. You, did. did you quit completely out of the game, or did you die? I don't remember. I, I, I didn't. It wasn't dying. I had to go 
do something or something like that and i quit it, the game I, it probably it probably respawns if it's because unless it, like i'm talking about like the collectibles so right. like yeah those ones didn't respond. like the skill points and the yeah i would bet the other ones respawn though it makes sense okay so one of the things in in here i get it's kind of like a puzzle i guess when you get to the bosses I don't know. Can you call that a puzzle where where you get to the boss and you're in kind of like a cutscene, but you know every once in a while you have to click a certain button. I guess that's kind of puzzly. Maybe there, no, there's an actual name for them. I just can't think yeah, of what they're called. What that is. Uh, no, I, there's definitely a name for them because they're in they're in a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, they're not really puzzles. They're like action cinematics i guess i don't know i can't think of a better term for them right now but those were cool because it, it was a way yeah. to like make something really cool happen in the game like and you these, actually like, feel like of, you're doing jedi yeah because yeah. it, it would have been i don't know there was definitely some parts where like like midway through the level where the character would just do something really cool and then you'd be in the next zone you didn't really like understand like you didn't really know how you got there you just kind of landed somewhere mm-hmm. so let's talk about the mini map and how well your way was marked. I think it was it wasn't like babying you, but they told you what vicinity you're supposed to go. Like they gave you there was a mini map and it just kind of had an arrow pointing where you should go. It didn't really tell you exactly where to go, but then again, there wasn't really a bunch of places for you to get lost in. No, I mean th- there was it was like a waypoint marker or like a checkpoint marker, I think. Like a little yellow circle. Yeah. And other than that, the only little extra rooms and areas was where those like collectibles were, and it was pre- I mean it was pretty obvious where they were. I felt like there was either the right way to go, which was towards the yellow circle, or a door that's off in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And usually, if you just went through that other door, there was going to be a collectible there. I don't know why, but, but I kind of had a feeling that I was going in the wrong way, but I don't think I was. I think it was probably the right way. Yeah, I. It just it didn't seem like they really gave you the option to go the wrong way. Yeah. If anything, they they would let you go off on a different trail that had those like power ups or whatever, um, or the the experience boost or the skill points. And then it, if it didn't make you just turn around because you hit the end of it, it would just like reconnect you with the mission where you didn't really miss anything important. But I would say for a game like this though, it, ha- having it be so linear was definitely a plus. Uh, like a, a game like this in some sort of like open world or something would just be it'd be. Too, it would it'd be way too like way too much. Yeah, it'd be a it'd be a lot going on. Do you think that makes it harder though, or just a better game? It makes it hard. I don't see. I don't think it necessarily makes it a better or a worse game. It's. I think it just it fits for the type of game that it is. I mean, hack and slash hack and slash games are always linear look i mean god of war for example i mean i know it's we play on xbox and it's on playstation but that's probably one of the like the best hack and slash hack and slash games or like or you know devil may cry they're all really really intense games they got a lot of action in them but they're very linear and there's only like one or two paths and like i said same thing with this the second path usually either connects you or you have to turn around at some point yeah but I do. I think. I think for what they want to get out of the game, it's. It makes it a better game. It keeps the action compact and it keeps you kind of in the middle of it all the time. There's not really a lot of ways for you to run away. All right. So let's wrap this thing up. How it's 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 not gonna it's not harder than XCOM Enemy Within by far. No. What do you? No, where mean, do you think it would go in the pack though? I think it's pretty difficult. I I don't maybe underneath Dark Souls. Because it still had some it's, some qualities like Dark Souls, like how you choose to level up, even though you don't 
start with nothing. I would say it's pretty close to to Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls just has it just has like different mechanics to it. I think that keep it a bit harder just the way that that game is structured versus this one. Like eventually with this game, like you're actually just gonna get through it if you just try. Like if you just try hard enough, or like you just kind of. Um, you level up enough. You mean right? And in, in Dark Souls, it's one of those things where you can level up all you want, but if you don't actually pay attention to what you're doing 100% of the time, you're probably just gonna die. Um, and, but yeah, I would say it's probably third on the list. Yeah, because I always remember this when I played it. I'm pretty sure I played on the medium difficulty first, and I I can't say that I was any good at video games when I was younger. I can't really say that I'm any good at video games now either. But I always remembered it being pretty difficult to get through. Yeah, the farther you get in the game, too, they add, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, as with any game, but the enemies actually do get harder. They start adding in different classes so that there's a lot more going on, at, at, I guess, at once. And one thing I think that actually, so I played the second one a little bit, too, and I think that what makes this game harder than the second one is this game lacks a really sophisticated auto aim feature when you're using your force powers where it's so like the second game if you pick something up and you want to throw it at something it will kind of just automatically guess what you're trying to throw it at so if there's only one enemy it'll go right for that enemy and hit them like every time and in this game you had to actually like you actually had to kind of line it up and be pretty accurate with it which i th felt added a pretty high degree of difficulty i thought the camera movement this is this is kind of random but it it kind of goes towards what you were talking about, like the camera movement, especially when you were, you know, moving stuff around, trying to throw it at enemies. I think that made that a lot harder, too, because I always I had trouble with the camera moving it to where, you know, looking at the enemies that are actually shooting me and the enemies that I want to throw stuff at. Yeah. And into I mean, your the force push and stuff was definitely I felt like your best weapon. Like force push and like picking things up and throwing things because you could eliminate a lot of targets at once but you can only really do it from far away well as soon as you got too close to enemies it really wasn't yeah. worth it because you just were way too vulnerable yeah you're standing still but with that being said i know there were definitely a couple points in the first mission where i saw like like packs of enemies run out of a door and i literally just picked something up and yeah. threw it at the door yeah and that pretty much took care of 90% of the enemies that ran at me. And if you die enough um, times, you realize where they're coming from, and you can do that every single time. Yeah. I guess that... I don't know. This game is a lot more similar to Dark Souls now that we keep, like, talking about it. Because in the same way that Dark Souls, you can just reset and figure out where the enemies are in this, I guess, if you want, you can just die endlessly to really know where each enemy is going to come out of. So, yeah, we're going to say... We're going to say third on the list here for The Force Unleashed. So that's our show. Yeah, I, I would I would say oh. it's fair. You have anything else to uh, that's add? All I was say. No, I feel like we pretty much covered everything. I don't know. If anything, at this point, it'd just be something like really nitpicky. But I can't really. I don't know. Uh, nothing's really coming to mind. Me neither. Co the combat mechanic. Actually, I take the back because I know I mentioned oh, yeah. it while we were actually going doing the playthrough. Just at, having played like the Batman games or like or was that um, Shadows of Mordor, yeah. where it's oh, I mean Lord similar concept type game. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. They all have some sort of, or like, or like Assassin's Creed. Really, any game that's come out recently or since this game has some sort of like counter mechanic where you can take on massive, massive groups of enemies and just kind of counter and kill. Nonstop. Yeah, but with Assassin's Creed, the enemies aren't necessarily as I'm gonna kill you right this very second as they are in this one, where they're literally just mindlessly shooting at you until you die. This, yeah, that's true, and. 
they don't take advantage of you nearly as much as these ones no. as these guys do this is probably maybe more of like a, the batman style game where you'd yeah. be mid-combat and someone will try and attack you but for the for the type of game this is i felt like that was maybe the only thing they were lacking because of the type of like warrior these jedis are supposed to be i mean you would think that they would be able to do that kind of stuff but that's pretty much it that's really nitpicky at that point but all right well all in all great game yeah i i want to keep oh, no, it in let's play some overwatch now <laughs> all right everybody see you next time Here, let's go back 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 chris go out